the whole time I was on it, I was like, the drug is the cure. Drug is the cure? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, this is how I should see life. This is how shit should be. What do you mean? Um, Just, like, noticing, like, um, how everything kind of has energy because you see shit, like, emitting from, like, plants and the trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so you're just like, damn, I fucking appreciate all of this shit. Whoa, we all came from somewhere and we all going somewhere we all gonna finna end up dying and you look at a tree and you're like damn this shit's been here before i was here and it's probably gonna be here after i'm here and then you just put your hand on it and watch your hand kind of blend into the tree and like we are one Listen, you break it down this way. This is my friend the Barnes Brothers told me. They were like, there are things that matter when you're on mushrooms, and there are things that do not matter when you're on mushrooms. So you just try to remember that for the rest of your life. So, all right, I missed my flight. Yeah. What are you going to do? So you got to go to another airport. You got to miss your fucking rental thing. But whatever. So now I have four extra hours to record this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Not the best. But in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. And that's the kind of clarity I got from our sponsor today, Psilocybin. At Psilocybin, you can see whatever you want to see. Um, yeah, here's the deal, you guys. Shroomfest is coming up August 25th, 26th, and 27th. This is a 72-hour holiday. It occurs in the longest amount of moonlight on the weekend in the summer. So I think there's a full moon on that Sunday night, I believe. Could be Monday night, but I think Sunday night. Uh, that's when the full moon is. Sometimes i got to check if the full moon isn't, like, daytime. Because then same difference, right? Does that ever happen? When the moon rises during the day, does it not rise at night? Like, it's full, but, like, not... You know what I mean? Sometimes you have to wait till it comes up. Anyway. Um, this year... Maybe I'll look into that more. This year, it's August 25th, 26th, 27th. So, here's how you do it. You just take mushrooms. That's how you participate. It's not, like, a specific place. Um... You don't got to take a trip to get there, (laughs) right? What I just said. So I talk a lot about mushrooms, and I feel like sometimes what gets lost to people as they're new to it is is that maybe I'm speaking from a guy who's taken it way more than you, and i kind of forgotten the experience of what it's like to be new to it. So I decided to, in order to prep for Shroomfest, again, that's August 25th, 26th, and 27th. Get mushrooms now. Get mushrooms now. They are not as easy to find as marijuana and cocaine. They are much harder. Um, oh, so, uh, I figured why not get a newbie? A shrewby. Mushroom newbie. Shrewby? Shrewby? <laughs> shrewby? New... Noom, noom, shrooby. To the podcast to talk about mushrooms from a, a, a new place. So my friend Kevin Iso, who I first met in, in Switzerland, if you can believe that, um, he just started taking them. We talked about it a little bit at a, on a barbecue in like November, 
like a year ago. He had just started taking and now he wants to get into like Molly and all that stuff. Um, and I was like, yeah, come on in. He's all excited about it and interested. Oh, it makes me so happy. Should have seen this scam I pulled to get him into Switzerland. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, he, I didn't pull it for him, pulled it for other people. He somehow skated through. Oh, and there's something I wanted to add to that at the end. Maybe if I remember at the end. Okay, that's what I'll try to do. Um, about that Swiss festival. If I didn't, I don't know, remind me maybe. Um, all right, so, right? Is that all I got to say? I have some dates coming up. Um, you know, if you want to hear them, I'll be in Montreal. Um, July 25th, 26th, 27th. Oh, first I'll be in L.A. this week. I got my storytelling show and I got my hour. I think they're both going to be sold out. Um, the storytelling show is all about jobs. The hour is all about Jews. The Jews and jobs <laughs> trip to L.A. Uh, it's just a preview show. That's why it's 8 bucks, but it's sold out. But there's probably going to be no shows if you want to come. It's 8 o'clock in the belly room on Monday, 8 o'clock in the belly room on Wednesday. Um, also, I got my storytelling show in Montreal. Ari Shafir's renamed storytelling show back at Cleopatra. Returning for the first time in two years, something like that. Um, how's the sound on this right now? I mean, cars are whizzing by, but this is the only place I could find where I was away from actual human beings. It gets too weird when I'm around people. You guys ever get like, like, um, not uptight, mental illness, that's not the right word either, anxious or embarrassed in front of like, about one thing and then not at all embarrassed about another. Like, I could wear a Speedo on the beach around my friends with no compunction. Like, I'm fine with it. But then doing a podcast, just talking into a mic, even if I talk like this loud, if I just talk like a normal volume, I get so fucking embarrassed that people are looking at me. What's, what makes one not the other? I tell you, my friend, David Mark, used to be a, a, a therapist of some kind, and people get anxiety all the time about sticking out. So he would give them a tip to go buy one grape go to the supermarket and buy one grape um and you don't want the grape and obviously they would just say take it for free but the embarrassing thing of forcing yourself to do this embarrassing thing that you don't even want to do but it doesn't matter one or the other of buying one grape will i guess train you to not give a shit about lots of other stuff it would be a lot better to be inside no no it's better outside fresh air fresh fucking air, airplane gasoline noxious fumes fresh air uh, anyway, so I had Kevin Iso come in. He's a funny comic. He's a young comic, but he's really fucking funny. Uh, I guess I've known him for like seven or eight years now. Uh, you can see him all around New York. Um, wait, hold on. There was something I was going to say about it. Oh, I'm going to say his dates. Oh, I'm also going to be in Europe. Don't forget to get tickets to the whole European run in November. And I'll be at Edinburgh, Scotland for the entire run, August 2nd through the 26th, not the 13th. Um, get tickets now at infringe.com or my website, arishafir.com. Um, as always, on the website, you can see new shit uh, that I put on there. Um, he did not write me back, so I do not know Kevin Iso's dates. Maybe I'll save this and just do the, the very, very end with his dates. You guys, this episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. I finally got a sponsor. <laughs> ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic. So here's the deal. They say it's challenging hiring and finding qualified candidates. I don't know. I have not hired someone in a long time. I've hired my manager, my agent, and then the chick who checks my email and, uh, and my social media shit for me. Um, 
If you want to know how my social media works, uh, I post everything, if I can, on Twitter on with, through my um, flip phone. I only get 140 characters still, but I can text to, to 40404, um, and that sends you to Twitter. You cannot check anything. If I want to send a longer tweet or like a link or something, my options are either write down the exact link character by character, which is it's really unusable, or send her an email saying, please tweet this. And then that's it. And then the only things I can see on there are if you if you reply in the in the thread of something I posted. That's the only thing I see. That's how much of an addict I am. That's how much I had to take myself off. And on Instagram, I just send her stuff. I'm like, please post this. So they don't do any posting that is not me, but it goes through a fucking filter. But to her credit, she does not stop me from saying things and tweeting things and Instagramming things that will get me in trouble. She lets me go ahead and do it. So that's good. Um. All right, he still hasn't given me the thing. So, where was I? Oh, yeah, ZipRecruiter.com. At this point, I would like to say that someone is walking by, so you can hear me getting... Okay, they're gone. Guys, ZipRecruiter, here's the deal. It's a fucking horrible job. Having to get a fucking applicant. You know everybody's faking. You know when they go in, everybody's faking. I mean, honestly, I've applied for jobs before, a long time ago, but I applied... You put on your best fucking tie, your best face... You lie. You, you put not just your resume. Obviously, you're lying on your resume. But, I mean, you straight lie to the person about your interests, about how interested you are, and what they have to say. HR people, you don't want to do that. You just don't want to do it. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic. But ZipRecruiter.com, they just find you qualified applicants. You don't got to do the thing. Plus, not to mention, I'll do a podcast on this soon, but people who are introverts don't uh, interview well, and then they're less high, likely to get the job, but they're just as qualified as the extroverted int- counterparts. They're just not as good in the interview process. So ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic takes that shit away. You just get to find somebody. All right, here's how it works. It sends your thing to over a hundreds, hundred of the jobs leading job boards. They don't stop there. They have technology to scan. Okay, anyway, when the applicants come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidate so you don't miss a great match. Great, great, great. They should hire that in Hollywood. So they don't, this is literally what somebody did to get a job. Brendan Zissi saw it. Um, um, it comes down to some small part in Zookeeper, I think, or one of them, that, or, or Mall Cop. And he sees Kevin James. I mean, the applicant, to, to get a part in Hollywood, you got to go, you got to get an agent, first of all. And then your agent's got to talk you in for an audition, saying, this guy's qualified, you should have him. Uh, and then it can't be something beneath you, because then you're going to be like, I'm not doing that. So it's got to be something that's a little bit of a stretch for you or dead even for you. And then they get this match. You go in there. You read well. They go, yeah, come back. Do that again on tape um, or for the producer or something. Then you come back. You do it again. Then they make a tape and they send it off. And then that tape, it's down between like three or four people now. So now Kevin James is getting a haircut, head tilted back, fucking bib on, apron or whatever. But Izzy's there. He, he's looking. They're like, hey, we need a, I don't know, a pizza delivery guy or something like that. They're like, hey, we need a pizza. He goes, all right, show me the tapes. They show him one. He goes, uh, show me the next one. And they show him the next one. Bib on. They show him the next one. And uh, I, I'm imagine, in my head, I'm imagining him getting a fucking shave, too. So, like, being all that with held to the back, just his eyes off to the left, like that fucking uh, gangster they got on tax evasion only. That's a fucking bullshit call, by the way. You're going to get a guy. Get him for what he did. Don't fucking get him on cheap tax evasion shit. You know that's bullshit. Play the game fairly. So anyway, um, oh, somebody's coming over. So uh, 
He gets him on that. Oh. Hello. Uh, what are they going to say? Damn, I got so... You can hear it in my voice, right? You can hear it. <laughs> I thought it was going to tell me I had to stop this. I was afraid whenever I plug this thing in that it's going to look like I'm putting a, a, a... I can't say it. The B word here. You're not even allowed to say it. It's worse at the airport to say the B word than it is to say the N word. <laughs> when talking about what words you're allowed to say or not. But I heard... Okay, whatever. Um, anyway... Oh, yeah. Get them on what's fucking play. That's why, by the way, whenever I try to attack the left, I don't fucking use their tactics of saying, ha-ha, I tricked you into saying something you weren't supposed to say. No, I don't think you should be held accountable for that. You should be like, no, I didn't mean that. Relax. I try to see what's the best what's in them for them. And by the way, I'll talk about this later in the podcast, but when some comic says something, even that seems shitty to me and my group, they're just a comic and an interview. They're pro- almost likely, completely likely, they are joking. That's the first, the first thing. I don't care who's trying to get me. They're probably joking. You know what I mean? Or they're, or they're exaggerating for effect. Even the ones I don't like. Get them on what they're fucking trying for. Get them on what, you, you know, what you're fucking... You want the playing field even. Don't be hypocrites when trying to get other people. Anyway. So, Yeah. What's that guy's name? They made a movie about him, right? The gangster? Anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, ZipRecruiter. God damn it. There's a long fucking read. I go too long in these fucking reads. I get sidetracked. All right, ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic. Oh, they have a special offer for you guys. My listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. What? At this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic. Oh, okay. Well, that's the one I've been saying the whole fucking one time. ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic. Spell out <laughs> ZipRecruiter.com slash S-K-E-P-T-I-C. Come on. If you got to, if I got to spell out skeptic for you, you are, should not be in charge of hiring for your company. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It seems like it is. It seems like a shitty, shitty process. I would just have fun with it. I mean, if that was my job, I'd want some sort of like, let me play around ability, you know? I don't want to just go straight for it. Especially if I already got somebody good. I'm like, well, now let me fucking see what I can do to people. Not sexual. Obviously not sexual. Doesn't mean you can't fuck around. Beat it, bird. Doesn't mean you can't fucking beat it, bird. Dude, when fucking the wildlife is not scared of you like they should be, it's disconcerting. Like when a squirrel just... You ever have that? Forget even the rat situation. I know that's unique to New York. I get it. I get it. I try not to talk about it too much on stage. Still sometimes, but get beat it, bird. But when fucking should be scared wildlife has no interest in fucking being scared of you. So all related to a squirrel. You ever have a squirrel just come up to you and just kind of like look? This better still be recording. All right, it is. 14 minutes. All right, listen. So here's what matters and what doesn't matter. Okay, you're at the airport. Your flight gets canceled. You, you know it. You, you see the guy. Dude, when you're taking a fucking lift and that, I'll be honest, it was an Uber. Uh... And the fucking counter, he goes the wrong way. It's like, no, you know what I mean? It starts at like, it should be 13, 413. And then he goes the wrong way. It's like, turn here. And he doesn't, it's 416. You're like, oh, fuck, turn here. You're just going the wrong way, 419. And then it's like, all right, 428, but now it's same difference. You're like, fuck, fuck. Flight's at 502, but whatever. And you got, okay, you got to trust that the cab drivers know what they're doing. You try to overthink the cab driver on Waze or on in New York, 
on Waze or on Google Maps? No way. No way. Not in the city. Maybe to the airport because they refuse to use GPS. They refuse to use GPS. I mean, they just outright refuse. But none of that shit works in the city in rush hour. You know, they know what, what fucking the routes are of the, of, the, of the garbage trucks that you can get stuck behind. They know all that shit. In the city, you just trust them. Because your counter will start to go up, and then you'll all of a sudden they go drop, 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 and you get there two minutes before the original. And then you never go, hey, sorry for fucking huffing and puffing back here like I'm a spoiled brat. Like my problems are the worst problems in the world. Far harder than Ethiopians have it. Uh, you actually got me there two minutes early. Fucking here's a dollar. Sorry you had to put up with that. No, nobody ever does that. You just ignore it like you did nothing wrong. I'm the same way. So, anyway, so you trust it. Fine. The guy's a cab driver. But cab drivers don't like to use ways when going out of town. And it's like, dude, one way's fucking dead stopped. The other way's not. What time did I get there? 4.45. 32 minutes after I should have. So, missed my flight. So, whatever. You could be like, fucking, fucking, fuck. So, of course I was. I felt like that. Made a bad decision. I was like... Get me on that flight to Amer- on American for 500 bucks more just so I can make my comedy set tonight. And then the American one also sold out. So whatever. I can do this podcast. You know what I mean? Things aren't the worst. You guys, come on, Kevin. Write me. Um, what are you guys going to do for Shroomfest this year? Oh, I'm going to start that Patreon, one, Patreon thing next week. I got some good questions, so I'm going to start it next week, I think. One episode, regular just me talking out of a mailbag, and then whatever. This is all outro stuff. This is all outro stuff. This is all outro stuff. So here's what I want to talk about this episode. What's mushroom like? You guys should be doing them. If you haven't, if you need an excuse to do them, I will be in Scotland when it happens. Who knows where? I might be going to the Highlands again. I might be going to the Isle of Somethings again, but I'm going to stay and see it a little bit. I am excited as fuck for my Edinburgh run, by the way. Oh, it comes out of me. I've been working on this fucking theme hour for so goddamn long. Whatever we say about that Nanette lady later in this episode, she's fine. She's doing what she's doing. I wouldn't even judge that. What I didn't say, well, all right, we'll get to it. Um, But I'm excited about doing a theme hour in fucking Edinburgh, the American comedy-style way of doing it. Check out AriTheGreat.com for tickets. Let's start. I'm just going to add in if I can hear Kevin Iso fucking giving me his dates. So we got a fucking newbie to, to shrooms that made me think about stuff. Here's what you should know about it going in. Uh, find your mushrooms now. Go to Shroomfest Primer. Google Shroomfest Primer. It's on my website. Or go to my website and, and search in Shroomfest, Shroomfest Primer. And that'll tell you everything you need to know about mushrooms. Everything you need to know. Share it with a friend. If they're thinking of taking mushrooms, share it away. I made that. I mean, I made took like a week of hard work consulting with other people. Duncan Trussell. Lots of other people. Like, hey, read this. Reread this. I just wanted to make the easiest possible. No fucking... You know, questions left unanswered too much about taking mushrooms. My advice to you, the price is in there, all that shit. My advice to you, my sincere advice to you is to leave your phone at home. It doesn't matter if you get lost. You probably won't. But if you do, it's fine. You'll just have an adventure back. But no matter what, leave that shit on airplane mode. Get it out of there. You don't even want to take pictures. Taking pictures. See, see this guy, I don't care about it at all. Maybe because he's foreign. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's xenophobia because he's foreign. I didn't really have to be embarrassed in front of him. Could be. Could be respect. No, it's xenophobia. Um, get them now. Start looking. Ask your friends. But yeah, leave that phone off. Don't even take pictures. I know you can say, I want to take pictures. Don't. Don't. Say, 
take care of whatever you got to take care of on your fucking phone beforehand. Write all the texts you got to write and say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to lose service for it. I'm getting on a plane. Say that if you have to. Taking off, see you soon, whatever. And then turn your phone on airplane mode. Don't even check it. Turn your phone off, really. You don't need it. You're just going to be distracted and try to use it. And it's going to take you out of it. So on the idea that's like, well, if I get lost, I'll need it. No, if you get lost, you'll need to just ask somebody for directions. It'll be a better adventure for you. You'll have more fun. You will make it safe. The one thing to remember on these mushroom trips is nothing bad will happen to you. Doesn't mean you shouldn't take care of your friend, your trip friend. I've learned that too. But know that nothing bad will happen to you. Nothing lasting. You might, you know, embarrass yourself here or there. Nothing lasting. You won't get injured. You won't lose a shitload of money. Nothing bad will happen to you. I also take two $100 bills on me in case of emergency, which is I'm overwhelmed and I just want to get home and there's a cab. And that I started doing. Oh, I didn't say this in here. The full trip that I took with Pete Carboni. It said, I mean, you can see a story about there's a this is not happening story. The first one I ever told on any show ever. At the, at the improv lab. It's now converted, then reconverted. That was the first story I ever told. Me and Pete Carboni together told the story of my first real mushroom trip. So go, uh, go on YouTube and look at that. There's tons of good this is not happening stories. At some point, I'll get into all that. But um, In the meantime, there's tons of good stories on there. You should check them out. Um, and then the last thing, thing to take back from it is there's things that matter on mushrooms, things that don't. You won't have the most amazing spiritual experience you've ever had, I don't think. Not, don't count on that. You might, but the main thing is you're going to have a great time with friends. So, um, oh yeah, if you want to see that story, go on YouTube. Uh, go to, oh, Kevin wrote back. Go to uh, This Is Not Happening playlist or This Is Not Happening. I don't know. Go to YouTube and just type in Ari Shafir, Pete Carboni. Um, Kevin Iso, you should check out, by the way, is at Flashboot. Also, oh, Ken, the Kennedy Center? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, he told me that. He's at the Kennedy Center. <laughs> if anybody wants to see him at the fucking Kennedy Center. Wow, what? In Washington, D.C., the Kennedy Center. Oh, he's opening for somebody, but damn. 6 p.m. on July 20th. Go check out Kevin Iso at the fucking Kennedy Center. Fucking hell. Also got the series Flatbush Misdemeanors. It's qualified to be Oscar nominated. So check this out too. www.flashbush... Wait, flash, flatbushmisdemeanors.com. Check that out. I'm supposed to put the... Yeah, you're supposed to put them in the fucking fridge. The freezer, idiot. Oh, if you get them early, put them in a Ziploc bag um and put them in the freezer they last i'm telling you i've had shrooms last well over a year i mean like getting up to two years in the freezer um maybe they'll lose a little potency but i don't even think so i've been blasted off my mind on stuff that's been in the freezer for a long time so don't just get them and hold on to them because when you want them you're gonna want them if you get an itching for like oh maybe i should be doing if you've been thinking about that that's the universe's way of telling you you should be doing it that's its way for getting out there. How loud was that when that just came by? Just for testing for my mic. How loud was that? That was a bus going by that I had to raise my voice. Was that overwhelming? I think the mic, from what I remember before, the mic picks up. You guys, let's start the episode. Let's start an episode. Shroom noob.
Ari Shafir Skeptic episode. Oh, did I sell my dates? Yes, I did. Um, episode 330. Shroom noob. Shroob. It's got to be shroob, right? Shroob. Shroom noob. Mushroom noob. Shroom noob. Oh, God, Ari, idiot. Start. Oh, this is fucking. It's the edible. Shroom noob. Shroob. Starts. <laughs> episode 330 with Kevin Iso. Starts now. All right. Come on. And we're floating. Many teams are left. There's, I think there's six now. Is Russia still in it? Yeah. They want. They're in. Yeah. You had to I think they're favorites because of the fucking cheating stuff they can do. They're they're not capable. Of, no one's capable of cheating the way they are. Well, they beat Spain pretty fairly. Like I was watching that game. That's not what even what I mean. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> say what you mean. Well, I was watching it and Spain just couldn't. They couldn't score. Yeah. Like they just couldn't fucking get it over on them and Russia get, it was like it was like really lucky like I watched it I was like oh they got really lucky what do you mean hitting crossbars and shit um I'm trying to see if they're still in it cause I had seen they beat Spain but um but no they they got a penalty kick and they made that and then the Russians did yeah yeah and then and then it came down it was tied the rest of the game and Spain just couldn't score and they had the ball for the whole the whole the whole game pretty much and they came down to penalty kicks and this dude missed his kick on Spain. Oh really? He got it blocked. So it's like That's not what I mean by cheating. I mean I like, know you mean doping and shit. No, like that. that's not what I mean. Oh. I mean, yeah, sure there's that. That's yeah. just to improve your play. I mean like in Russia, they're putting fucking poison on the doorknobs. Oh word. Keep people's like potential down by like twenty percent. Not make them so sick that they can't play, but just make them like groggy. They're gonna lose. Russia? They're not gonna win. They didn't they they They've already gone further than they should, right? Yeah. But they barely beat Spain. Like them beating Spain was kinda like them winning. Yeah, yeah. It's like That's how America was last time. Yeah. Like we made it through to the (laughs) real tournament. That's like the your version of winning. It's like that shouldn't have happened. And I'm not even a big football fan, but I'm just like I'm liking it more as I'm watching because my dad is really into it. What is he who is he root for? We're Nigerian. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so we just offer. Yeah, we lost really early. Yeah. But at least you made it in. America didn't even make it in. America's trash. I know, but they made it. They had all this potential from last time where they made it through that seed into the fucking main tournament and played pretty well. They'll be in, what is it, 2024 when it's in America, in North America? They'll be in because they expand. They're Why expanding. 2024? I think it's 2024. Four years not, from now, right? Well, no, I don't know. In four years, I don't think it's going to be here. Is it here in four no, years? But how long? How often is it? It's every four years. Every four, but so I think it's the one after. So it's 2028. To 2026. 2026. Yeah. You're right. 2026. Where is right. it going to be I'm here? Bugging. Yeah, they'll have to be in yeah. this here. Yeah, it's going to be in, it's going to be Canada, Mexico, and here. Oh, all States. over? Yeah. You're splitting it up? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because Canada so. is nowhere close to Mexico. I know. I can see if it was Minneapolis and Winnipeg. <laughs> you know, we're like, all right, I guess that's pretty similar. You can just take a bus, but... Nah, man. It's a... I mean, it's all over Russia. Is it really? It's not just in Moscow? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was afraid they were going to, like, seriously try to poison people. Uh, uh, saw some revenant shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but now nah, I like it, man. It's good. Yeah, it's sort of boring. You think until, it's boring? until it gets exciting. You know, if as long as it's a one-score game, then I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Once it gets to two goals, I'm like, this is dumb. What, like 2-0? Two, 2-0, zero? Two, zero, four, two, whatever, where it's like, this team, one team is like, let's just waste out the clock. The other team, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah. Desperately try to yeah. score twice. But that's what made Belgium Japan so damn good because what? it was like two zero. Yeah, and then Belgium just scores three goals and wins that shit. I'm no like, way! What the fuck? This yeah. is crazy. Well, that and, just proves my point. And and the reason that uh, I really love it is it like 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 stupid mistakes could fuck you up for the the entire game like one dumb mistake yeah could, and they score a goal off of that it could just ruin Dude, i saw the, the portugal whatever game minutes. and uh this the other team they were winning by one he, this guy went up hard shot and he just fucking knocked it down but it bounced in front of him yeah and the goal, instead of like coming back from the goal he was like i can reach it right so right running for right it. right that? right yeah and yeah then he dove for it. this yeah. guy's like that motherfucker's yeah. out of the box so he yeah. just kicked it out of his yeah. hands yeah. and then he had an open shot and he missed yeah but he kicked it right out of his hands and it was like that's one of those things like do i run for that ball yeah. or do i just like let back and let my yeah. defense handle yeah. it and then the whole country if you fuck up is like they're ready they to behead you. your ass it's like. not worth it it's not worth it because <laughs> really more chance you can fuck up than, yeah. than, than have a winner you know yeah even if you score two goals and then fucking have an own goal at the end they'll be right. like we're gonna kill you right like, right right like we don't give a fuck oh. at all i would hate to be a, a football player in south america Goalie too, that was all right that was what it was, was all right like, like yeah. an all right like a <laughs> yeah. like a kind of good motherfucker like, or if somebody like, goes down with injury and like you're in i'm like no no i'm not good enough to go in for the world cup yeah Maybe not a friendly i was nervous as shit they beheaded people for real they do do they really yeah they beheaded like a referee or some shit i seen in, it on uh, the news in uh mexico I think it was somewhere, somewhere in South, South America. America. Yeah. You ever yeah. see the the two? Not Castro's. The two. Um, what's that guy's name from that from Narcos? Uh, um, you're talking about. Uh, I want to. <laughs> I was about to say Fidel Castro, like a motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I said too. It's not the two <laughs> Castros. Uh, damn, I haven't. Pablo. Escobar. Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two Escobars. You ever yeah. see that? Not, not oh yeah 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 when um that, in the they, first season of it what did they do no 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 it was, pay, a, it was a separate documentary from from narcos 
They did it in they did it in Narcos too though. They oh, talked really? about it for a, about a brief the other episode. Escobar who like fucked up in soccer. Yeah, 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 yeah. They talked yeah. about it briefly. Yeah, <sighs> that shit's crazy. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it comes down to like one fuck up. You just passing it back to your goal. You don't get the kick right yeah, down. Yeah, man. So Imagine J.R. Smith's fuck up in soccer. Cause you think he'll be able to be back to next year? Who Jr.? Yeah, yeah. I mean, almost thank God LeBron is gone, so he doesn't have to fucking play with him. Yeah, the right, preseason. right, right, right. Because right. they had no chance. But when it's zero zero, and you had a chance to go up one nothing, yeah, that's like we have a chance. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. means if we split back at home, yeah. we're at worst. You know, three game series. That was um. That was pretty much how the Raptors ended up losing too. Because you, I was watching it and I was like, oh, they, they got so fucking butthurt over losing that first game so they were, that they just were done for the rest of the series. It's They're crazy. Just like, I don't even want to play anymore. It's, it's crazy. Like their energy was just sapped away. And then you see LeBron lose over game one. He's like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Except for this, that game one of the finals. Yeah, but yeah, every yeah, other yeah, game yeah. one, he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, man. Like, yeah, just, yeah, I, I yeah. can still lose two yeah, more times. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys are overreacting. I'm just feeling them out. <laughs> yeah, but if JR fucked up and like... Portrait. But like, if he hadn't gotten that rebound, people wouldn't be like "fuck you, Jr." Right, like, right. An offensive right, rebound on right. a foul shot is a hard thing to get. Right, for sure. If that's just rebounded by Kevin Durant and for they sh- call timeout, then it's like, oh, we're talking sure. about going the other way. For sure, for sure. You know, with three seconds left to try to get a game-winning shot, which they yeah. probably would have hit. I don't. I don't even feel like 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 I hate it when it happened. I was like, oh, that's. That, I mean, damn, he fucked up. But yeah. I hate the way that the world like reacts to people that fuck up and everybody's just like you fucking idiot everyone jumps on them you're fucking like you've never done shit stupid in your life yeah before like i I felt bad for dude i'm like come on man i know it was like yeah it was a mistake jesus just just the intermission between um between overtime and regulation when they'll just sit oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 that was was, and he's just shaking his head that was I've been there before. But he was like, he had given up. He was like, yeah, we're done. And then they all scored like 20 to 9 in the, in the, in the overtime. Yeah. It was just like, fuck, that was yeah, our shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you look at it like that, then that's how it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. You know? Or you that's could exactly. be like, all right, whatever. Cool. Right, hey, right. guys, could have been worse. They could have gotten right. that rebound with yeah. three seconds left. So a, a Golden State having the ball yeah. with a timeout to advance it. For sure. We're pretty lucky. Sure. Overtime. Let's go. For Let's sure. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Also, who you're fucking right. missed yeah. the second foul shot? How do you miss a foul shot with three seconds left in tie game? What was his name? Georgia. Yeah. It was like, come on, dude. Now all the heat's <laughs> off him. But yeah, everybody. See, when I was growing up, there was no internet. So mm-hmm. everyone just calling the local rate sports radio, right? Or you talk about around the water cooler or something, and you're like, right. "Fucking J.R. Smith, right, up. right, right." Not and then other people would go, like, "What about what's his name? For fucking missing that foul shot? Oh, maybe LeBron could have called him." Everybody would just talked about it, and J.R. Smith wouldn't have heard about it At unless all. he was turned on yeah, sports yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now you on the internet. People that don't even watch sports like know about this yeah shit. exactly like who you fucked up mean? and then like yeah. hey at jr smith you fucked up yeah like even like you might even turn on msnbc or some shit like uh-huh. that and they'll be like in another news jr smith what a dickhead right yeah <laughs> rogan was talking about it i saw <laughs> like, a what? clip i didn't see the clip but it was like <laughs> was J- yeah he was like was jr smith high doing this and i was like jr doesn't even know the rules of basketball he doesn't even know what a three second call is he has no idea yeah, about any of that dude yeah and he's like I think something <laughs> might be up. It's like everyone's commenting. That's how big it was. Jake Tapper and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Nancy Grace is like, "There's like, a child J- missing," but let's but, put that on hold for a second because J.R. Smith. What went on there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
That's crazy. Man. Some people really think he was high, which I'm like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't make you do that, though. Uh, yeah. Um, you can't play that whole game. What is he going to smoke in the fucking quarter? At the end of the third quarter, he wouldn't still be high. An hour later, maybe he would. They said, some guys, because I played basketball in, in high school, and there's guys that, like, they just play better high. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. They fucking play way better. Like, they got a smoke, and then they out there, and it's just like, they just feeling it, baby. Yeah. They just, they just, they move better. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That ball slows down. Like, at halftime, like, they, coach is like, nigga, did you smoke enough today? Yeah. What's going on if the game's going bad? They told that to somebody. I think, I think it was a Mets, like, manager, and he told one of his guys, like, dude, go fucking smoke before the game or in between innings. Yeah. Whatever you got to do because you're not as good. <laughs> when you're fucking sober so i don't care that they, they already tested you fucking yeah, go yeah yeah you know you got your second third test whatever they're allowed and he's like so now start smoking did he get fired no i don't think there was like two out baseball just doesn't matter baseball doesn't matter also it's just fucking most of the time you're just sitting matter. there it's not yeah. like you're gonna get distracted you know when a pitch is going <laughs> it just doesn't fucking matter yeah what they do it's the villanova only- team they had an expose on them in sports illustrated the villanova team that beat georgetown i think it might have been a later Villanova team, but it was like they're all on coke and high. And oh, like, shit. Getting high at halftime. That sounds fun. Yeah, but they were winning, so it's like, what? I wouldn't even think to watch college baseball. College baseball? No. It's the more fun baseball. It is? Yeah, and softball, too, because they all get into it. They're all so excited. I like softball when it comes on. Uh, watching, I like watching the girls play. Yeah, dude. If there I'm was a, in a hotel. Okay, best of three series for college baseball for the World Series. So... Arkansas against somebody. And Arkansas came back and won game one. So now it's like, all right, we're one of the next two. Yeah. Neutral side, I think, every yeah. time. And they had two outs in the ninth, man on first, I think, or maybe nobody on, maybe nobody on. And there was a pop-up to the first base side. And the first baseman's up there. And the second baseman, like, or shortstop, I guess shortstop. No, 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 second baseman runs way, way over. The, the fucking... What is that? Right fielder comes in too. Yeah. But the fucking shortstop comes way over. And the, yeah. the first baseman's got his head up and his hand up, like, uh-huh. ready to catch the ball. And the second baseman just runs past him. It's like, move, move. Pushes him away. And then overruns the ball by about six feet. And then they all sort of move back and the ball just drops. Foul ball, but whatever. The guy ends up getting a walk or a base hit. Yeah. Next hitter, home run. And so the other team wins that game. Then Jeez. wins, easily wins the next game. Jeez. And it was like one fuck up and they have the title. It's, that guy must feel terrible. That's a fucking lesson. Like, don't try to be the hero, man. I, but it's like, you weren't even going to make the... I can see if you're like, I got to play on the ball. Right. You, he overran it by six feet. He called him off and then wasn't even close. He's trying to be the hero. Trying to be the hero. He's trying to be it's the first baseman's hero. ball. Yeah. And then their, their opposing coach, the team that ended up winning, he was like, I never... That's after that, that comeback game. Mm-hmm. He goes... Uh, I never had a doubt in my mind we were going to win. I was like, really? Never a doubt? Even when you popped the ball up with two outs in the ninth and down run? That it wasn't even a doubt in your mind that you were going to win? <laughs> with three of the opposing teammates coming you know, together, converging on a pop fly? All that shit sounds good when you finally win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you win, anything fucking sounds good. Yeah. I never had a doubt. It's like, fun. you never doubted it. It's like, well, that's just dumb. You know, that's, that's when people just put it on God. Yeah. So... I wanted to have you in to talk about this because I, I talk about mushrooms a lot, but like you're sort of new to them. Yeah. So I just want to like try to remember what it's like to like be early in mushrooms. You uh, know? So like how many times have you done them? I, I would say probably like maybe 10 times. 10 times. Yeah. Over how long? Over like three years. The last three. Because you hadn't yeah. done them at all three years ago? Nah, I hadn't done them at all. 
You started doing them here or Houston? Here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what made you try them? Um, man, I was just really curious, dude. Like, I was just, I was just like, this shit looks like it's fun. I remember the Chance the Rapper has his album called Acid Rap. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and he talks about doing acid a lot. He does talk about there. that, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I hear people's experiences with tripping and stuff. And I'm like, man, I want to see what, what that would be like. Because I feel like I got, like, you know, everybody talks about the down. That's everybody's fear about it, especially black bad people. Trip, bad trip. Yeah, especially black people. Yeah, I'm going to get like, into black people soon. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because of the negative side. But I feel like, you know, if you able to focus on you know having a good time then you know yeah so i wanted to do it and just feel see how it felt yeah i remember i think i had a joke about it where it was like a lot of black people like no that's just too much of like not an adventure for me but like that's just too like too much for me i'm like really and crack is not (laughs) crack is not crack is not as much of an adventure see that's crazy Nah, crack is crack is crack though that is something that they'll say they'll call you a crackhead straight up but they'll smoke weed all day all and then day. as soon as you put out a little bum of coke it's like which i've never done before by yeah. the way but it's like oh you fucking dude, are you fucking serious back to the J. <laughs> i don't <laughs> yeah. why don't black people do mushrooms um, or tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like i'm i'm right Black people generally don't do mushrooms. In general, I think shit is starting to change, but I might just okay. be getting older. But in general, nah, because of the stigma attached to it, where it's like it's a white people thing, and it's just like it's not really easily accessible as like weed is or liquor. It's is. not as easily accessible for sure. Yeah, so it's like when somebody gets it, it's like, where did you get it from? What the fuck is it going to do to me? I've never, you know what I mean? It's not like you doing that shit with your friends at 15. So. Right. I think some of it might be, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong, but like, until lately, mm-hmm. this isn't the question part, but until lately, it's just been a thing that grows, and somebody like went and harvested them and then sold them. You know, a dealer sold them. And now, in the last, whatever, 10, 15 years, whatever, 20 years, people start cultivating them in their closets and shit. Oh. But so until then, it's like, unless you're in the Pacific Northwest or like Missouri yeah. or like places where it just grows, yeah. you ain't going to get any. And fucking city life right you know? right ghettos right. too it's like right they're just not there right and it's like your life is probably already bad enough it's like why the fuck do i want to trip <laughs> uh, leslie said something good about it once she was like mushrooms are no good for black because it makes you like think about the dark shit in your life and she goes and we got some dark yeah. shit in our lives yeah 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 you don't want to you don't want to trip but it's just like i said man if you're able to focus on like positive shit it's actually yeah. very fun yeah it's very fun well like what do you mean focus on positive shit well um the first time i did it i was with becky and and uh and benji and the poconos oh really yeah that was the very first time i did it and like it's a fun group yeah it was cool it was like you know we were just all there and playing music and i think we all tried to like do something creative at the time and then we was cooking and I had brought my camera. We was taking pictures. It was like the the lake was out. It was Benji's lake house or something. Mm-hmm. And there was like ice over it and shit. And so it was just like beautiful as fuck. And then I started seeing the shit move. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. But if I was probably like in a some fucked up neighborhood, 
I don't know oh, if I'd right. be as happy. Pocono, <laughs> Pocono sounds perfect. With that. Dude, yeah. He'd be like, oh, no, that guy's homeless. <laughs> is he, why is he staring at me? So there is pain. Up. Yeah. <laughs> Where in the Poconos? It's not fucking great. Who, Benji's place? It's Benji's place, yeah. Yeah. Do we have yeah. a Benji Aflalo in, uh, in L.A., Benji Comedian? Uh-huh. And his grandparents have a place in Malibu, like on the beach, like like deck, Crazy. and then like you go down steps, and you're in like on the beach. Crazy, yeah. Um, and we used to always use that thing for like, yeah people who have rich parents, you know, yeah. are great for yeah. <laughs> doing oh, mushrooms man. because they have access to these great pads. Yeah, I love them. That's why I keep rich friends around. So, what did you think the next day? Yeah, <laughs> the next day, it's not even their rich; it's their fucking parents are rich. <laughs> Um, the next day I was pretty, I was, it, it wasn't a bad come down or nothing like that. I spent a long ass time in the shower too. That was a trip. The next day? The no, day. The, the, while I was, while I was, while I was on it. Cause I was just like, cause that's one of the things is like the first time you kind of want to be like, yo, what is it like to do this on it? Or what is it like <laughs> to do that? Or what is it? What is, fuck. Oh shit. And I got in the shower and I was just like, yo, I'm wet, but I'm dry. This is crazy <laughs> as shit. <laughs> So um, the next day was uh, it was pretty calm, man. It just felt like it felt like normal life, man. Um, shrooms. The only time I've ever had like a weird trip with shrooms is when I was at I was at um, Chase Spot and I had took some while I was there. That top floor one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was having like a party or something, and I don't know why I did it there. I just I had it on me and I wanted to do it. And I did it there, and then I was just like, I shouldn't be here. And that was all the trip was. It was just like, I was there, I tried to have conversations with people I couldn't at all, yeah. and I was just like, alright, I'm about to get the fuck up out of here, because this is just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how your conversations were to other people, you know? Dude, I just, I'm, if I know I'm not saying shit, then I'll just stop talking. And so, it it was just yep. kind of like a weird thing of like, what's wrong with this kid? Like, he's like, yeah. he said like three words and then he just... He asked a direct question. He just stared quiet. and nodded. <laughs> and I just sat in the couch and just stared at people. And it was just like, yo, this motherfucker's gone. That's a, that's a big problem when you start thinking people th- are thinking you're weird. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, on, yeah. on weed, too. When you start smoking weed, you're like, nobody right. knows what the fuck. And then I had one of those like, should I say bye or should I just go things? Like, I had that for, like, 15 yeah. minutes. I was just standing there. Should I say bye to people? Or should I just leave? <laughs> Is it rude? <laughs> you should always just go. Yeah, I know. There's no reason I know. to tell There's, people. It, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares. Fuck. Yeah, man. Um, what was your first time like? My first time was, like, barely a trip. I was, like, didn't want to. I was with a guy who, I guess, used to do him a bunch. But lots of drugs, and then a dude who was sober who wouldn't do them, and then me in the middle. And so the guy Skippy was like, uh, "Hey, you guys want to do mushrooms?" And James was like, "No way." And I was like, "I mean, I'll take a little." So I just took a little bit. But then yeah. me, we, me and James just stayed and watched like MTV. It was a condo in La Jolla Comedy Store, so it was like boardwalk, like the backpack porch, and like boardwalk, and then like beach. It was pretty cool. You could see the ocean and stuff, nice, and have a home base like right there. Yeah. So Skippy kept going outside and going doing stuff, but me watching TV, it really dampened it. It was mm-hmm. like I couldn't really get into it. Yeah. I was just laughing a little bit at the yeah. fucking videos because James is so funny anyway. Yeah. But like, then I remember going to the bathroom 
and peeing and looking myself in the mirror and then seeing my my like my face like get older and like and like and like lines grow and like really get like to be like 75 80 years old yeah i was like whoa and then I went back out and watched TV. I remember James going like, "You guys gotta go outside and come to the fucking beach with me. Yeah, you're ruining it." Yeah. And I was like, "You don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> um, but I didn't take enough, really. Uh, I don't think. But then James had—I mean, uh, Skippy had this great experience where I thought he was just kind of faking it, right? Where he was like, "Dude, I fucking—I he had this Donna's lighter. Donna's at this band. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's this band. Chicks. Mm-hmm. They were cool. They were young." Um, and then they got older, I guess, normal aged. But like, um, he had this Donna's lighter. That I think we went together at the end of a Donna's concert to go see them, and and they were like closed. We was like, we just want to like get some merch. Yeah. And so he bought a lighter. And he goes, dude, the ocean fucking reached up and stole my Donna's lighter. And I was like, oh really? Like I just wasn't as into it as him because I didn't take enough. And yeah. I didn't get in, I changed my surroundings. Yeah. And then I remember going to James. I'm like, I bet he fucking either chucked the lighter into the ocean or fuck, I don't know yeah. what he's doing. Or he has, and then later he came back. He's like, "The ocean gave back my Donna's lighter," and he's like, "Here it is." I'm like, "You either had it in your pocket or what? I don't know." <laughs> yeah, but, for sure. but now looking back, like maybe some shit happened where he was like, <laughs> he was he just imagined it and then right, like, he right, didn't find right, it on the right. ground. I don't really right, know. Right. But I, that was like I barely took it, and then I took it a big time with my friend Pete Carboni. We went to Santa Monica Promenade. We we're gonna go watch, I think Transformers. Um, but then that was sold out, so we went to watching another movie. We just got scared. Yeah. And pe- there were all these street performers who were getting freaked out by yeah. it. And we're like, let's just go inside. Let's go inside. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because you ever get how you want I – I always kind of like want to be out of my skin. And so then I end up moving to get out of my skin, but it doesn't really hmm. do it. But I just like – I'm like – That's – that's interesting. Like a lobster trying to shed its skin. Sort of. Shit, I just want to like, like snake. go out of me. I mean, it might be just my ego fucking breaking down. And That's, my body being able to see me from the other side or something. But, like, I just always want to, like, I don't know. Like, I get something I get up and I'm like, okay, that didn't help. And I sit back down. I'm like, that didn't help either. Whoa. That's interesting. I, I like, I like. I like being outside. I can't watch TV on right. that shit. It's like, a bad it's idea. Like, yeah, it was a bad like, idea. I don't like doing it. I watched South Park once on as in I was like, what the fuck? The colors was too much. Um, but when I when I I don't know about getting outside of myself, but I just like I like feeling the wind and uh-huh. then like changing surface, like concrete to grass type shit. Like changing but, the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like just like how things feel is like really interesting. But Oh yeah, I don't know about getting outside of my my body. That sounds. It's like I can, I can never do it. I just it's a feeling, a slight feeling of it, and then I end up moving. And so then it's like, if, let's say I'm in the grass somewhere. Yeah. Then I'll be like, all right, let's go. But it's like, go where? Like yeah, in Central yeah. Park, and it's right, like, let's right. get up and go. It's like, but go where? It's like, I, but right. it's not because I want to be anywhere or leave this area. I just want to like. I don't know. And I've done them in Joshua Tree, too, where I'm like, they've got just miles open. No one's around. Uh-huh. And it's still like, let's walk. Let's go somewhere. And then eventually it gets too much, and I just lay down and watch the sky. But like... Yeah. I more try to go inward. What do you mean? Like, I like... I like the feeling of, like... Like, trying to connect with my soul. Uh-huh. And so, like, I, like, kind of just stay still for a bit. And then just try to come find this this piece, and then from there it's like okay, I can do whatever I want to do. You know what's crazy is like when I'm when I'm on when I'm when I'm tripping or whatever. It's like I realize how much like time doesn't matter and all this shit and how we all gonna die. 
but then I still rush to get places, which is like. What do you mean? On mushrooms or later? Like later. Yeah. Like I'll be like, why the fuck am I even? Like I was kind of rushing to get here today, and I yeah. was like, we about to talk about shrooms. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that when you like? You okay? So like you're saying like, why am I always rushing? It's like you see these things on when you're on mushrooms, like yeah. sort of like an honest version right. of the world. Right. Right. You know, I call them universal truths, but it's not universal truth. It's just like universal to yourself. Yeah. Where you just see things honestly for the first time. You're yeah. Like, well, what's a what's the difference if I am late to stuff? Yeah. You know, or like, or like, let's just say it's something menial like that, menial, like where it's like, I don't know, I'm always late to spots, but it's like it's all right. Someone's always there to cover for me. I just go on mm. later. Like it doesn't matter as much as I'm making it matter. Mm. You know. So I don't know. Or maybe like that's not cool. Always well, being whatever yeah, it is, but yeah. like. When you decide something doesn't matter yeah. or does matter, yeah. and then now you're back and it's three days later, right? And you're like, now I'm letting it matter again. Yeah, what, yeah. Like, how yeah. do you hold on yeah. to that shit that you saw as a truth? You do more drugs. Yeah, no. probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, probably. Um, uh, that's that's damn near the hardest thing, man. I could tell you. I want to tell you about this acid trip that I had because I've only done acid once. Okay, and that was like, that was like really crazy. Yeah, because yeah, it was after the one time I had did shrooms, but I didn't know it lasted that long. Acid, yeah, it's a fucking. It's a, it, you it's, gotta clear the day. You know what's wild about that is that how kids do it like it like really young and like uh, there's people that have stories about yeah i used to do acid every day some dude told me he tripped for a week it was like a week a jesus acid or some shit like that he told me some dude in houston i was like what he was like yeah man i had to stop doing it after that i was like yeah motherfucker what the (laughs) fuck you damn near killed yourself yeah called jesus acid but i did it and um with my home girl and that was like that was a lot of fun, man. It was a couple of scary moments, but um, one one funny thing that happened while we was on it was like we tried to fuck, but uh, like I had saw my grandma right before, right before um she had went we went into the room. Like my grandma was talking to me about something, and I was just like, all right, mom, whatever. She was asking me to take her to church tomorrow. The next day, you did them at and home. You did acid at home. I did it. Well, it did was a whole. It was there? a. It was a whole trip. Right? It yeah. was like because <laughs> it's twelve hours, so yeah. it's like I started in the house and then we went to the park, to Memorial Park. We were trying to find like Mark DeMarco or some shit like that. Like it was somebody that we were looking for, but we couldn't find him. But then that's when it hit, and that shit was like amazing. But then oh. we got back to the crib, and um, I tried to fuck, but. Good luck. I seen my, I know, I seen my grandma right before that, and then when we got into the room, her face, my grandma's face started to like transmute onto the girl's face, and I just started seeing my grandma like face on this naked girl body. No, and oh, that is not that shit was just that shit was just weird as fuck. Oh damn! Uh, I'm just like you saw looking on your on on a face, and my fingers is in her vagina, and I'm like, all right, let me um, why don't you just turn around? <laughs> 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 yeah, that was uh, 
Were you able to do it okay? Nah, I didn't do anything. Uh, I just like I couldn't. I just I was just like looking at my body, like, whoa, this is this. I'm a human. <laughs> I'm a human. Yeah. <laughs> That's my space. <laughs> fucking trip, man. Yeah. I, I always get to like if I look at my dick, it's like the most shri- the softest it's ever been. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not that it's even small. It's just that there's just no there's no girth or strength to it whatsoever. It's like. It goes from like you know how there's like it's got cartilage type bone, yeah. You know, but then there's it just goes to all like earlobe bone, Bru- where there's like oh there's no cartilage, there's no nothing. Yo, that shit. If somebody could fuck on acid, I want to hear the story of who could fuck on acid. Yeah, because it's such a heady drug, man. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking like, oh, what am I doing to this person? What are they doing here? Yeah, it's they should be doing other things with their lives. And you got so many other thoughts because I was thinking about Vincent Van Gogh's art and shit while you were fucking. Yeah, because the sky. I was looking out the window in the sky. Well, I didn't actually fuck. I couldn't even penetrate. I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is weird. Uh, but then the sky. I'm like looking out and I see the stars and it's night and I started to see that that swirly Van Gogh painting. I was like, oh, he was on acid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When do you, do you ever stop and think about how many artists? were like oh oh you were on psychedelic drugs oh yeah for sure for sure all not all of them but a lot of them like there's some people i've seen musicians wise and like like lcd sound system yeah um do you know them at all yeah i've heard a couple of their records yeah um yeah and then like adventure time you know them yeah him yeah pendleton ward um so i saw one of the adventure times on acid with this guy Lee Syatt, and we, he turned it on. I had never seen him before, and the colors were so vivid and bright. Yeah. And then the shit they were talking about, like the soda pop king trying to steal a, ba- a baby, and it was just like so deep. Where it's like, ah, oh, fucking sh- sugar companies are trying to fucking addict uh, all of us, and just it was so fucking out there. And I was like, I don't know if I can get the same level I can get out of this when I'm not on acid. But like, I think it's yeah. fine if you're not on acid. So LCD does this thing where it's like. When they put on, they're a live band, yeah. And um, and they'll hit whatever you're on. They'll hit you, and you don't have mm-hmm. to be on anything to, mm-hmm. to to like to like any of it. Yeah. But if like you're on the specific drug they're going for right now, like uh-huh. it blows your mind. Wow. You know, if you're just high, if you're drunk, if you're just like if you're on psychedelics, if you're on let's say you're on psychedelics, ninety yeah. percent of it, you're like this is all really good. And yeah. then they hit you with that one thing that's yeah. made special for that, and you're like, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Damn. So I, there's people that like you must have been doing this stuff in order to design this for stuff. sure. The whole time I was on it, I was like, the drug is the cure. The drug is the cure. Yeah, <laughs> it was like this is how I should see life. This is how shit should be. What do you mean? Um, just like noticing like um, how everything kind of has energy because you see shit like emitting from like plants and the trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so you're just like, damn, I fucking appreciate all of this shit. Whoa, we all came from somewhere and we all going somewhere we all gonna finna end up dying and you look at a tree and you're like damn this shit's been here before i was here and it's probably gonna be here after i'm here and then you just put your hand on it and watch your hand kind of blend into the tree and like we are one (laughs) 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 and then i'm thinking about i was we were listening we were trying to listen to some music that didn't have because sometimes like rap music they don't be saying shit so like we were listening to uh this artist and 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 
we're like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about right now? Because he was just talking about like Bragging. fucking bitches and yep. having money and shit like that. And it was funny. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, Juicy J. It was not. Nah, it was Migos and Travis Scott. This uh-huh. song called This Side. Because this is a funny part in it when he's like, uh, you better handcuff yo ho with a zip tie. And it's just that shit just made us laugh a lot. <laughs> but for the most part, we were like, man, what? Why do we idolize these niggas? Like, what is it? Why do people like look at them? And all this shit, just because they got fucking money and they famous, we're like, who are they? We don't. We had no idea who these fucking people yeah, are at right. all. We just like love listening to their shit and make them give them our money. It was like, who the fuck are these people? And then, yeah, who you, are you? <laughs> that was our, our whole thoughts. We turned it off so quick, but then we got sober, and then that shit came back on. I was like, this shit, bump it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you stop and think, but like, okay, okay, I'll yeah. listen to your song, but like, who are you? Why do I right. know who you are, not right. just your song? Right. You know, like, like let's compare it to like a non, uh, the arts world, mm-hmm. but like, but like, I don't know if, if there's a fucking, and this isn't true for everybody, but there's a restaurant, you go there and you're like, this is good. I really like this place. Yeah. Like a group of pastrami. But you don't start like pushing the fucking chef up. Right. You know, right, right, except right. if it's like really nice, nice restaurant yeah. if you're into that world. But if you're like, oh no, Katz is always has good pastrami. Right. But you don't start right. like going like, oh, this guy, John Smith, yeah. Kat, Katz is, yeah. he makes the best pastrami. Yeah. We got, oh, that's John Smith. Yeah. Oh man, can I get your autograph? Yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. hang out with that pastrami maker. Yeah. Like the only thing I like about that guy is his pastrami it's it he might beat his wife yeah i don't know i don't care it's got nothing to do with me good or bad the pastrami. yeah he might donate yeah. his time at local charity i don't yeah. gi- i don't give a fuck right 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 none of that matters to me and then when yeah. you get to that the arts levels you're like yeah. oh i like this beat yeah Can I hang out with the beat maker right it's like right weird. right 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 it's very strange even with comedy too yeah, comedy too for like, sure oh, i want to i love your stuff man can you talk to me why? What are we about to talk about? What are we, yeah, what are, what what are we going to do? What, how are we going to... I feel like but, with comics, with comics that you respect, it ends up being like, I think way, way in the back of your head, you start feeling like, maybe they'll impart some knowledge of the thing on me. You know what I mean? Early on. Early on, yeah. But now you know better. Yeah. So it's like, why are we still hanging out? I didn't, I didn't even want to hang out with like with comedians that I respected or found very funny in the beginning because I thought they would think I was like lame and shit. So yeah. I'd just be like, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, I get that fuck. too. Uh, and then I would not hang out with them enough to the point that we started hanging out because I wouldn't say shit around them and they're like i like you you don't talk <laughs> i do so many new comics try so hard yeah, and it becomes awful when they do it with me then i end up being quieter and that makes them get even like louder because I try to fill in the conversation yeah, they yeah, keep yeah. trying and i keep shutting into myself and they keep trying more and more yeah. and it keeps making me shut down and i want to get to the point i don't think i can do this but i want to get to the point where i'm like hey man hey calm down you're doing fine Just fucking be normal but then that then it'll make they, them feel they weird wouldn't they wouldn't know what they wouldn't know what to do with that shit but no. that's the that's the blessing is that's on them that's not even on you you get to just walk away from that and be like hey yo you good relax and then just leave and they're like uh uh already <laughs> told me <laughs> yeah yeah man yeah i would always just disappear from the comics i looked up to because i'm like i don't i'm not gonna be the asshole did you i'll just go away did you tri- did you trip and when we were in switzerland at one time did you do anything and I don't think I found any 
that would have been the best place, honestly, for me to Dude, do wasn't it the it first so time. so cool there? That was The amazing. Christmas Village. And then just the lake you could walk around. Yeah. You'd go inland up to the mountains a little bit. Yeah. Where yeah. was that? Montreux. Montreux, yeah. The, 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 the mountains looked like a, a Windows desktop wallpaper. Yeah. Like, it didn't even... That shit did not look real did at not all. Look real. It was so I was just vivid. like looking at. It, I was like, "What? That can't be really there." A U X is that it? Yeah, Montreux. Look at pictures. Yeah, look at man. all that. It's it, just a city, and then it, it comes up behind it. It honestly I feels like shot coming in this way, though. Oh yeah, the castle. Remember the castle? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We I forget. Yeah, we did go in that castle. Uh huh. Wow. Because we took a trip. We had to go along this road, right? Yeah. And then, and then yeah. We ended up going up there. We did go there, right? Yeah, we went inside of there. I remember um, going through now. Damn. I forgot about that Damn, castle until I yeah, just saw that. Yeah, yeah, That's wild. It shit felt like a dream. It really did. <laughs> it felt like a dream. I want to see the picture of... See, this is all just the castle. I want to see a picture from that side coming in so you can see the mountains behind it. Oh, yeah, like this. Oh, so, like, that's where kind of we stayed, like, right here. And then that building, mm. that hotel lived right... Le Red National Montreal. Oh, that's Montreal. I was. You were in a nicer hotel. I was in a Holiday Inn or some shit like. Oh, that. Oh, down the street. Like, yeah, I was in. Some, that was bullshit. I remember. That. I was in some bullshit ass hotel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and then Freddie Mercury's thing. Oh yeah, there. statues. Damn. Dude, that's gorgeous. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, we were there. Uh, Do you know what I did for that festival? What? So they. So they were like, went to me and they're like, would you be like, they called it an ambassador. I don't quite know what that means, but an ambassador. Yeah, I wasn't in this hotel, but it was across from us. No, maybe not that one. The Montreal Palace. And she looks like the Grand Budapest. It really does, hotel. right? Yeah. God, that lake was so fucking, what was it? Lake, lake what? I forget, man. I forget. It was I so. Just know it's water. And then there was a song about it, Fire on the Water. It was about that. Damn. Damn. Um, So they asked me to be the ambassador. Like, hey, would you be an ambassador? And we we need to get, like, people to... Because it was a French festival. Right. And they were like, we're going to do some English. Yeah. And they're like, we want you to help us get some people to apply. And I was like, okay. And they hired a couple sketch people, too, to do the same thing for sketches. Oh, yeah. And the sketches, they weren't nearly as happy with them. Because they got, like, 50 applicants. Mm -hmm. And and stand-up got, like, I think 600 damn yeah and i just wanted made a video it's like if you want to go you know if all expense paid and then uh it's then morrissey remember paul morrissey he went he was oh yeah 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 redhead. yeah 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 um so he was like hey so i applied to see what you can do to to help me get in i was like yeah i mean i'll talk to him for uh-huh. sure and then it hit me like it was like they were like hey we need help like choosing these people so like we don't know who, and i was like oh i'll tell you what i'm like I'll help. This is how I'll help Morrissey get in. Mm-hmm. I'll just be like, "Hey, this guy's really good. You guys should whatever." Yeah. And so then they start going like, um, "Tell you what? Why don't you help us like go over the tapes? We can each like there was like five six people like we each take like a hundred people and mm-hmm. then choose our top ten let's say from that hundred and then we'll then then we'll have like a group of sixty. Then we can let the audience vote on sixty. Right. Make it down to to, to you know ten or fifteen yeah. and then choose our top five. Yeah. And so then I was like, you know what? I'll just watch all the tapes. Really? That way, because what if I don't get the Morrissey group? 
Okay. What if I don't get the hundred yeah, that Morrissey's in? Okay. And then I can't. Then I can't be okay. like, you should take yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'll just watch them all, dude. I watched six hundred tapes. What the? F- I learned so much about making a tape for the industry. What'd you learn? Okay, if it doesn't look good, like professional, yeah, you, I'm skipping right away. Okay, like not, these aren't intentionally thought out things. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is the result of okay. of after I've watched so eighty five yeah, tapes, yeah, I still yeah, got another yeah, five hundred and twenty yeah. to go. Okay, you know what I mean. And this one's all crackly and yeah, shitty. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I give it like thirty <laughs> seconds. If I'm in here and killing laughs right away, I'm like, eh. Someone else show, send yeah. me a TV tape, yeah. and I'm like, okay. It just my mm-hmm. mind automatically goes like, mm-hmm. oh, let me take this seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. something high quality. Yeah, that's a lot of it. Also, like. um I didn't care at all about if you cut between sets. If you show me like these two minutes, then like cut later. It's, you know, I always mm-hmm. thought like if it's not like straight all the way through with one with one angle, they're going to tell you cut. Yeah, and yeah. I don't care if you cut. It doesn't matter. Mm. It's just like show. I don't know. Show yeah, me if you're yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Maybe you did crowd yeah. work. You're cutting it out. Yeah, I didn't even register. Yeah. I didn't even like. I'm not even trying to explain it. I see. Um, so there's that, and then also, uh, fucking what's his name? I forget. So we took it down to I, – I picked him out a group of like 50 or 60 people. I said there's a range in here of like more developed comics, newer mm-hmm. comics, different races, different yeah. genders. It's just sort of a mixture. Right. And then you guys can tell me from there. And so then they um, took those and put them on – I think they might have narrowed that down on their own to 20 or 25 names, put that online and mm-hmm. said whoever these top five vote-getters are. Or top ten, top ten vote headers. Yeah. And we'll choose our best five from there. Yeah. Um. So then on Morrissey, on that, I was like, dude, it's on you now to get these right. fucking top ten in votes right. of, of the twenty or thirty, whatever right, it right. is, you know. Um. But so I was like, once I realized I get Morrissey in, I was like, I can yeah. get other people in too. Yeah. So I got Jessica Michelle in. I knew her. Yeah. Any comedy store employee. Yeah. That's why I took a range because yeah. like there's all these yeah. comedy store door guys. Yeah. And then like professional comics. So I was like, let me give you a range. I know that David yeah. Liu guy from the comedy store is a door guy. I know this guy's professional. So I'm like, here's your range. I can get everybody I knew in. And you were the only guy that got in that I didn't really know. <laughs> uh, everybody else. That guy, Rob Mayhew from, uh, from Canada. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah trying to push yeah, him in. yeah. Um, you are Russia. Yeah, I'm Russia. <laughs> I cheated it. I cheated the system. Wow, man. Yeah, that is that's crazy. I didn't think I was gonna go. Yeah, I didn't think I was gonna go at all because, like, when it comes to that voting stuff, it's just like that. You is, gotta have fucking Russell Peters tweet like dude, vote for this guy. That shit is like, and I don't even like asking people. Oh, for that's stuff. the thing too. It's like yeah. you gotta push yourself. It, it, it rewards something other than what you're going for, yeah. which is the best comedian. Right, right, right. So like, why are you adding this right. extra thing? It's in? Like this most popular thing, and um, I don't. Know, I to this day, I'm kind of like, man, that's crazy that I got it. I, oh, me and my brothers ended up doing it the most. A couple of my Doing friends what, did it. it. Yeah, but you could just open up new browsers in the incognito uh-huh. window and then just keep, cookies. And I, I had my brothers, like, we were just kind of, I was like, yo, y'all just make sure y'all vote. And my little brother was like, I'm doing it, I'm doing yeah. it. And then that's why when I got on stage out there, I was like, shout out to my little brother Terrence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Getting you there. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it amazing? <laughs> I got you with Switzerland. I mean, the other side of the world. Yeah, man. That's crazy. I was three years in at the time, or wow. four years in, or something like wow. that. Wow! Yeah, that was it. Was wild. so fun though. Yeah, those sandwiches where they just take a long roll, they just fucking chop out the middle, then pour cheese into yeah. it. Remember that? And, yeah. and then it slowly seeped in, so it like would lo- would lower the level, and they pour more in. The thing that tripped me out was that the cheese stunk, but it, it didn't stinks. taste bad. Right, but it stinks. If it you're not used to it, like, stinks. oh, what is that? You're yeah. like cheese. Like if you're not if it you're not getting it yourself, stinks. Right. Yeah, that right. cheese stunk. Damn. 
Oh, I remember too. It was so many famous French dudes that I had no fucking idea who they were, but there were people like clawing at them from the other side of the Pierre Lecondro is I, here. And you're like, I don't, yeah, guess. <laughs> I went to the club with them that night too. Oh, and really? I was like hanging out with them. Yeah, but they was just all like happy to be famous kind of partying uh-huh. like we have our own section and we're partying and shit and i'm just there like yo where the bitches at man and can y'all talk to them for me because they don't speak english at all. <laughs> Do you see the french shows chakra blue shit like that what french shows some of those shows we went over and watched some of the big gala shows oh yeah french comedy so weird it's so weird they don't have any there's like no laughter for like five minutes it's like a long ass story and then one joke it's like oh that's the whole thing and then they steal jokes too and just say them in french they steal a lot of jokes it's just steal shit that's what all my french canadian friends tell me who speak french who yeah. are like oh yeah they just split up like he gets seinfeld he gets chris rock he gets so-and-so just take them all dude how easy would life be oh <laughs> They say that guy got on my leg that everybody loves here. They're like, uh-huh. he just rips off everything. Fuck. Yeah, Mike Ward said that when he, uh, that's why I'm always like, sort of like arm length distance from that guy, you know? Because like Mike Ward was like, he's strong because he's a French Canadian comic. Uh huh. Taught himself how to do it in English, but he makes a living in Quebec mm. just doing tons right. of gigs, like right. a good like doctor's living. Right. And so uh, he was doing a joke and that guy, uh, Got on my level was like, oh, that's really funny, man. And and Mike, who knows his reputation, was like, yeah, I've done that on television. That joke you just saw, I've done it on television. It's documented. And the guy's like, okay. He's like, just so just so you know, it's already documented as my joke on television. You think he gives a fuck? Though? I guess not. He don't give a fuck. He about to go back and say that shit. He goes, it ain't French. on TV and for yeah, 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 yeah. on TV in out Paris. here, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what channel you talking about. But <laughs> <laughs> they don't got that shit in France. They don't but... got Quebec Channel Three over here, <laughs> fucking redneck. <laughs> He's like, you'd have, thank you. I'm going to go find it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll know exactly how it's done. Okay, cool. Oh, I couldn't live like that, man. Yeah, they don't I care. I couldn't fucking live like that. I, I'll, I'll bomb on purpose if I think I'm like going in an angle that I think I've heard before. Oh, you ever I'll do? Just like, I'll just kill myself on stage. Be like, you know what? I think somebody said that. Dude, I will do the same. I'll self-implode. Yeah. I'll like say a joke and then I'll like, I'm like halfway through it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, sh-, like it's just a riff. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, that's so and so's joke. Yeah, and then I'll stop. The crowd will be like, why would you stop before like right. the end of your thought? It's so right. weird. Right, and, and then I'm just like, uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, fucking, do I say something? Fucking, fuck, what the fuck just happened? And then I don't know what to do. The next five minutes just gets weird, and I'm like, uh, so traffic is tough. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's noble, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna go through it. Uh, or you find out afterwards. That's even yeah, worse. Like, fuck, yeah, I gotta yeah. laugh. Off Somebody get, comes up to you and tells you. I remember when I was early on, my my, my cousin would be like, "Yo, you should say this shit. This shit funny." And I did it one time, and then I found out it was like one of Jess will make jokes. Like, no, really. The next week, I was like, "You fucking dickhead." Oh yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. That's the thing about getting jokes to somebody else. Like, you don't know where they got it from. It's my family, though. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I, and he's a funny guy. So I was like, oh, yeah. That sounds like some shit you would say. I was like, yeah, I say, yo, my cousin. Blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, uh-huh. you dick. I didn't even trust him because I Googled it. I was like, really? oh, yeah. And then I found out. And I was like, Asshole right. face. Um, yeah, it sucks. It does suck. 
that's what I like when people are like just you know it's so and so's joke. I'm like oh, thank you because if I fucking recorded that, yeah, no one yeah, told me. Yeah, but sometimes people are stupid too because somebody tried to like message Gethard and say I had like one of his jokes. Um, See, that's like the thing. You don't message Gethard. You message you. Yeah. Well, he messaged Gethard and then Gethard messaged me and then I was like, I like looked at the joke and I was like, what? Shut up. This is stupid. This is like the de- just because it was like similar. You got a lot. Topics, you, get, you do get a lot of that. Like, you get a lot of that. Like, where it's like, oh, you dumb. had a bit about hiking. I have a yeah, bit about hiking. It's like, right, okay, right, right. That's not <laughs> right. My bit was about you getting don't... attacked by wolves in Alaska, and your bit was <laughs> like the look at the sky. Yeah. So like, yeah, wh- yeah. Who, whoever told you we have the same bit is just starting trouble for no reason. Exactly. Most of the time, I've been told somebody's stolen a joke of mine. Yeah. I mean, not just a little. Most. I mean, like ninety-five percent of the time. Yeah. I look at it and I go. You were way wrong to even tell me about this. It's People. not close. And it's like, that's just a different joke completely. That guy did not steal it from me. People don't even remember. They just heard. <sighs> they just hear certain yeah, And shit they want to start trouble. Just, yeah. Like um, Russell and um, Gina and Trevor shit. You what, heard about All that? three of them? Uh, this is just a, like a thing going on with Russell. I remember Russell saying that about Trevor. Tr- Trevor. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I was just joking. And I was like, joking? Nah, and then there's no joke there. It wasn't Wait, a jo- you didn't he, say it in joke form. Oh, he said he was joking about the Trevor. Yeah, thing? but he said it in an interview. Oh, that's crazy. And by the way, I've heard that a lot about Trevor Noah before he came over to America. I'm sure they're man. like that guy's a thief. That guy steals jokes. Um, before he came over here, I'm sure it was. It was like when when everybody says it about one person, it's like yeah, I guess it's probably true. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. It's what we America's the greatest empire that ever existed yeah and we're cool when we were in when we were in when we were in switzerland i was like shocked when i was talking to those dudes uh, they were talking about the nba and i was like y'all know who the orlando magic is (laughs) like what i wouldn't know anything about your little fucking yeah so it's like when you think about it man it's like the influence is so fucking great that um i would be I would be hella impressed. That's why them dudes from like England. But uh, Loiso doesn't steal anything that I know of. Loiso, yeah, nah, Loiso's great too. Yeah, so he's it's like he's too. from South Africa too. Yeah, he's just doing, making his yeah. own way. But that's why when we said his name, like people are gonna have to Google Loiso. He, he should have yeah, stolen some shit. Yeah, he should have <laughs> stole some shit. He'd be on the Comedy Central, yeah. <laughs> hosting the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Gina. That you stole that material that was starting out. I confronted him. I promised never to do it again. Six years. Wait, wait. Oh, you want to start it again? Yeah, I want to start it again. All right, hold up. Uh. What this fucker fails to mention is that you stole that material from me when I was starting out. I confronted him. He promised never to do it again. Six years later, I'm getting messages from his fans saying, Why are you doing Buster Peter's material? So he was still doing it, and it was on his stand up specials. So my shit helped to make him famous. Now, I'm not the only comedian he's stolen from. He's stolen from countless other Canadian comics who were afraid to speak out. Mark Trinidad, Mike Wilmot, Ali Badshaw, just to name a few. But I don't give a fuck. Yeah? Now, I confronted him again. He promised to pay me on this occasion, but never did. This is the multi-millionaire comic who throws out Rolex watches to his mates like a fat rich kid at school trying to buy friends. Yeah? And he can't afford to pay me for the jokes he's stolen. And he's got the fucking balls to be out here accusing other people of stealing material. Russell Peters, you're a c- <laughs> I love Gina. Oh my god! Oh, so she was saying that in response to Russell saying that about Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Because this is. I'm a 
Trevor Noah fan. Why? If you're a fan of me, you don't need to be a fan of Trevor Noah. <laughs> I'm a thieving motherfucker. Why do you say that? Trevor's a... Th- what do you mean? Why do I say that? Go review the fucking tapes. So, so Trevor Noah, I've never... I've been watching Trevor for years. Okay, then watch, watch him do his Russian bit versus me doing my Russian bit. Pull up the Russian bit. Pull, it up. Pull up the Russian bit. They just sound like they're talking backwards the whole time. Vladimir, is If anything, Russian just sounds like Trevor Noah. A DJ is scratching on a turntable. And look what comes up. What, Trevor what? Noah steals Russell Peters' joke. Gaps fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of you. Uh, I'm a Trevor Noah fan. Just a repeat of it. I don't even like the joke. Yeah. (laughs) That's one of them jokes that if I wrote it, I'd probably just throw it away. Sounds like we're talking backwards. What do you think? For for me to say, when I I go, something's stolen, I I can't, unless you're going to show me like, that guy sat in the back of the room, watched me do this. And then did something similar, then it's like similar is close enough. Mm. You know what I mean? If yeah. you watched me, you know, a four nights in a row do a yeah. joke about Mission Impossible, and you had yeah. a similar joke about action movies, yeah, that I'd be like, dude, you got that from yeah. watching me. Yeah. But if you're just a comic in L.A. Yeah. doing a joke about action movies that's similar, I'm like, that needs to be not just similar, but yeah. like pretty fucking exact for me to. So like, Dane had three bits that were real similar to three of Louis's bits uh, from one Louis album on a, on a Dane album. Like one Dane album uh-huh. to one Louis album. Uh-huh. Uh, it wasn't like over like his career versus yeah. over his career. It was like, and one was like, if I have a kid, I'm going to fuck with his name. I'm going to just name him like, like seven Fs. Just right. And then, I remember that joke. and then the opposite, the other guy was like, if I have a kid, I'm going to fuck with him. I'm going to name him like seven T's. Yeah, and it was like, too, too, it was the same number of letters. It yeah, was just like too much off by, it was so close. Or if it's like long things like, like, like Mencia's Cosby thing. Yeah. About like the r- r- football, yeah. your dad teaching you how to play football the whole time. Then you're like, thanks mom at the end. And it was right. so long and so many points were yeah, dead on. Yeah. But if it's like similar, I'm like, you got to show me to me. That one was just similar. Yeah. So you would have yeah, to show me like, yeah. no, no, dude, I opened for that guy yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saw me do that and yeah, develop that. Then yeah, he started doing yeah, that. It sounds a, like a scratching instead scratch. of like yeah. we're talking backwards. Yeah. But he hasn't shown that. So I don't really know. Yeah. Um, Not to say that there aren't other rumors with Trevor Noah. Right. Um, I'm kind of. That's hilarious. Gina Yashere. Yeah. Gina shit's fucking funny, man. Gina's so funny. Yeah. That's like, she has that it's it's a like, British yeah, way. Like, yeah, Did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> she's so funny, man. Um, yeah, but when it comes to that shit, for the most part, for me, if it's a joke that that I I'd have to really give a fuck about it to even say anything, because most of the shit I throw shit away so quick. Yeah. Like it's like shit that I like really, really care about to be like, yo, that, like, what the fuck? Fucking, yeah, you fucking thief. Yeah. It's military time. Oh, 3.30. I was yeah. like, 12.26. Um, yeah, exactly. You have to really, really care. Yeah. This shit got to be personal. Yeah, and if it is personal, that's when it's like, oh, yeah. come on, man. Because that Russian shit is, it sounds like just one of them things that you just say to just keep the, the show going. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like throwaway jokes. Like they're fine. And you want to make those as strong yeah, as you can. Yeah, yeah. But like it's not like you ain't hard. I mean, if if you somebody had to ask you, like, do you think you're the only one to ever come to the cycle? You had to be like, mm, nah, probably not. Yeah. Russian do- or anything at the club. Yeah. Where it's like how girls are always like, okay. Do you think what you're about to say is the only one? Set? I'm like, nah, no, nah, probably some other people have had the same Not thought. At all. I'm saying this to just keep the, yeah. the keep it going. We can all relate. Know, yeah, just talk about being drunk or some shit. Yeah, like exactly. That. Being like, drunk, like the a similar experience to yeah, everyone. It's like, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm gonna say this. It's not like my closing bit where I'm talking about how my father. Thought I was gay for eight years, like what? exactly. That's what like, if somebody else says. Like what? Like, <laughs> Wait, what? It's like it's like that's that's something different. Yeah, yeah. I did uh, some bits about travel, about Asia and stuff. But I'm like, if you've also been to Asia, you'll have similar. Right. Like, it's not like I saw. I wasn't like in a fucking refugee's house for sure. You know, in hiding. It was like no, I was just shopping for sure. So like, you'll also have bits about what it's like to shop for in sure in Asia. It's and for sure the same things that. Get your mind going will probably be the ones that got my mind going. It's only when a motherfucker has never been there. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mencia did this bit once about about um about growing up um um with a around like surfers yeah with a Mexican name um and how they would be like Carlos hey Carlos uh, you know yeah, yeah um yeah and that was Carlos Alves Rocky's bit uh huh um. And Carl Salzrock, he stole it from me. He goes, no, I didn't. I didn't steal it from you. And he's like, you went by Ned until you were 25. Your name was Ned Ned Holness. You changed it for showbiz to Carlos. Right. So how could it be your experience right. growing up right. with a Mexican name right. Right. if you didn't grow up with a Mexican name? Also, I grew up in fucking San Diego. Yeah. And you did not. So I grew up around <laughs> surfers. Well, how much more do I have to break this down to you before you admit that this was just not your joke and it was my joke? Damn, man. <laughs> he was like, this just had your experience. Dude, the magic of this shit is fucking, is fucking coming up with the shit yourself. Yeah. That's the beauty of it's it. It's also the fun of it, too. Where if somebody's like, even if you did come up with your own and somebody's like, someone else has a similar bit, like, ah, oh, it's okay. Yeah, right. Like, you'd be like, right. I had fun coming up with that. I don't know. I didn't that's see what, that guy. Dude, that's what Ali told me early what? on. So when he Because it was like, I think he had like a similar bit to Kevin Hart. He was like, I don't give a fuck. I've been doing comedy longer than that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I love how I've seen anger with people before. With like, uh, that's my bit. I've, you did that longer. I, yeah. I, they're talking about somebody else, actually. Yeah. Someone's talking about Patrice. And he's like, Patrice took this bit from me. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Patrice never saw you in his life. Right. And he goes, I can prove I have proof that I did it before him. And right. the guy showed me. And then I was like, and so he's like, he should stop doing it. I fucking did it first. Mm-hmm. And then I like showed him. I was like, oh, no, that's actually from a um, uh, Montreal Nasty show set uh, from Patrice. Yeah. It was like, probably three years before your your clip yeah. that you just started doing yeah, yeah yeah and then they go oh maybe you're right i'm like oh yeah. wait but if you were saying you did it first he should stop yeah now that you know he did it first yeah you should Which stop right 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 and they're yeah. like they don't apply that to themselves nah nah they need the 15 minutes yeah exactly exactly the time is. yeah man tell me about tell me about when you're on mushrooms the laughing the laughing is 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 like uh i say it's is it ethereal? It's, <laughs> yeah. like it's, it, it comes from such a genuine place. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I mean, 
one of my friends said the beauty of laughing is like you forget about everything and you're just like the most present that you could be because you ain't thinking about your troubles or nothing. You just like focused on whatever it is that's funny right there. Right. And then on and then on shrooms is just like that shit is just like just like that. Like and double almost because the same way you said L C D systems or L S D sound system. Yeah. yeah. How you'll like be like, Oh shit, this is just for and it it's like multiple levels of like realization that's yeah. the same way it is with like a really good joke you're like god damn that's funny okay. and then it makes you like think like oh it's funny but also like you know the government is fucking up the putting shit in the food and yeah. like wow it's crazy but you're also laughing at it it's like uh-huh like bill like, burr's stuff is like a lot layered. like that yeah where you're like laughing you're like yeah, actually that. that is a good point yeah. too though <laughs> that is a good point like i can i can say bill burr's right. points to people in conversations right without having to say it's a joke it's, that he said yeah 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 you know? yeah and people would just be like yeah yeah that's an yeah. interesting thing to know? me that's the so, that is the art form of stand-up mm-hmm. is is if you can get somebody to i mean, rogan said this once about you know noah's art bit and he was like christians don't want to listen this was a long time ago 15 years ago before those real attacks on christians yeah uh, and he goes christians don't want to hear this but if i can make them laugh long enough that they'll actually listen to it yeah then I've done my job. Right. Get people to listen and, and enjoy something. So now they have to hear a, a, a like a differing point of view. Right. They have to let it in. Yeah. So like when you hear yeah. something a bit like that, we're like laughing and you're like, oh, that is a good way, a different way of looking at it. That's like double level. So now like some people That's like the nuance. British, like UK festival style hours. Uh-huh. This Australian lady just came out with the Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I think and they're that, not even calling it a comedy special. They're just calling it a special this, now. Oh, that's what they're doing? I think they've taken down the name comedy off it. I, that was the big argument yeah. that was going on. Because I saw it, and I didn't think it was um, I, Funny. that bad. Right. I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't. I, I knew why people were getting mad. I could understand. Because I, I watched it after everybody was like, oh, fuck this shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And I watched it, and I'm like, okay, I see why y'all are mad. Because they're saying this is like a revolutionary comedy thing and it's like there's not that many jokes in it yeah and so of course you're like all right it's trash but it's a one-woman show yeah which is what it is and for a one-woman show is yeah i think with a lot of those people if they just build it different like you know reggie watts yeah yeah so like for a while a lot of people in my circle the Mm -hmm. comedy store like the mainstream comics Uh uh-huh hated reggie watts Mm-hmm and it was like that's fucking bullshit he's up there playing music he's not a comic mm. bullshit it's not a comic it's not a comic and then i saw him in montreal one year mm-hmm. and it was like he was so good mm. he's so good <laughs> and it got to the point where i'm like to the mainstream comedy store comics back yeah, then when yeah. there was a dark hole i was like guys i get what you're saying yeah but because you're so worried and we i was so worried about uh putting this into a category right i wasn't enjoying this amazing thing so fine it's not comedy okay i'll meet you halfway it ain't stand-up comedy can you come with me to watch it because let's have a great time watching reggie watts man man. he's fucking great dude you said something right there just because you 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 can't even enjoy shit yeah you can't even enjoy something that's different because you're so worried about somebody take eating from your plate but it's like bro don't worry about all that this is actually great and then who knows you could probably expand your mind and get a bit out of watching this Uh motherfucker do in your in your shit yeah so if that Nanette lady, if she wants to do like serious like one man show stuff, which I remember when I was coming up in LA, one man shows were one person shows were like a big thing. Yeah, and they weren't made to be as funny as stand up. Yeah. So if you take that label off, 
just take the stand-up label off her. Right. That's what you can I, actually enjoy it. That's what I never understood when they put a comedian in front of Kathy Griffin's name. I'm like, what? She used to be one. That was the problem with her. I, I, well, not in my lifetime. Right. Because right. I, no, I, not I never, in your lifetime. I've never. <laughs> I don't know why she bothers me so much, but she kind of does. She takes herself too seriously. There's that, too. Yeah. That's what that thing that bothers people about Nanette. It was like, oh, do whatever kind of stuff you want to do. If people are into it. They're into it. But, yeah. But then they were talking about some interview she did. It was like, if you're not, if you don't have a message with your stand up, get off TV. And it's like, oh, Nanette or whatever your name is, like real name is. Like, <laughs> like, oh no, no, it's not. It's not do my style or get away. It's to be honest. Honestly, I, I would love your style of stand up if you were made it like laugh out loud funny the whole time and then also had that point. Like yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah. Like if you can, if she yeah. can make me die laughing and then also have all yeah. her crazy shit in there. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd be like, now that's genius. All you did was not quite finish off the core of right. stand up which is the laughs right before you know, moving on you know because she she was making the point of like having to sacrifice the story for the joke yeah and but and, i just think she needs more work and she can get there with both i don't think she has to sacrifice it and that's what i that's the kind of what i was like harping towards is just like you for you to be um, great, you got you have to be able to do both of those things, yeah. and it's like you don't have to because 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 what the message that you're trying to get across is like positivity. That's what laughter is. You're trying to spread like a positive energy to people and shit. And so if it's cut off, the positive the laughter is cut off. Then it's like the energy of positivity is cut it's off. Gone. From, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't really know. We, uh, you haven't seen no, it? No, we were just laughing at the preview. Oh. My friends and I were laughing at the preview. And I, did, I really don't care. There's plenty of stand-up that's just not for me. Yeah. You know, it, that's, that's totally fine. I mean, yeah. when, 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 when two friends of mine made a TV show, Whitney and, and Chris D'Elia, uh-huh. people were like, what do you think of Whitney? I'm like, oh, it's, not for, it's not for me. That's Dude, for, like, housewives and stuff. And, like, I said that's this, just not for me. I was I having a conversation with my friend, uh, like, two days ago, and we, we were saying... We were talking about stand-up. She doesn't do stand-up. She's just regular girl, cool shit, but she likes stand-up. And she was like, she was bringing up comedians. And I was like, yeah, that ain't for me. She was like, that sounds, I'd rather just say they not funny. She was like, that that's not for me sounds meaner. And I was like, really? Because that's not for me. I can, I can see me, how it would like, sound meaner. <laughs> but like, I can see how it would sound meaner, but that's not, that's not the intention at all. It's not. That's not. Because I get what you're saying, too. I mean, I'm a, I, I love Michelle. I think she works so hard and she's yeah. funny as shit. Yeah. But like, I'm not into politics. Yeah. And so right, people that right. kept asking me in interviews, right. they're doing right. in my, in, how big she's getting, in my interviews, they're bringing up Michelle Wolf. Damn. And I'm like, what? I've never been brought up Kevin Iso before <laughs> on one of my interviews. <laughs> but like, uh, damn. Yeah. Was, so, was this right after the White House? Yeah, right. And so like, okay, what do you think so of it? Was it? Really I was like, hot. I didn't see it. They're like, well, I thought you yeah. said you were a fan of hers. I'm like, really I am hot. a fan of hers, yeah. but I don't like politics. Yeah. So like, of all the things I gotta watch, I'm yeah. still catching up on Westworld. I've still got to do all this other shit. Uh, a fucking a, a roast of a, of a of a medium that I'm not even into, of yeah. an industry that I don't care about, yeah. is not high on my list. Right. I have friends that have been in children's movies. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean I gotta watch it. Yeah. They look at it like um, they don't look at it like it's music, like how music has subgenres and genres. They don't. And shit. They, don't really they don't. look at it as like it's all one thing, and go do it and. Um, yeah, for for if for that, in her interview for saying like people should get out of stand up, and I haven't read it either, by the way. So I'll, all this grain of salt because I'm just going off what other comics have told me. This is uh, Nanette you're yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah, it's like, oh no, I personally like if I'm an audience member, which I am a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the harshest possible things. 
Mm. Like the making fun of fucking murder mm. and fucking child torture. Rich Ross type. Yeah. DePaulo, yeah. yeah. uh, fucking out, uh, uh, Adrian Appalucci. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, I want to have that moment. Like, Jesus. <laughs> but like, that ain't for everybody. <laughs> nah. So it's like, don't not let me have what I like <laughs> just because you do something different. Why are you taking away my joy? Yeah, man. And my style is yeah. that I like is no matter what, funny start to finish yeah 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 and then on top yeah. of that do whatever the fuck you want right on top of that do a theme hour like colin right, right. but he's already got the funny down for sure and then he for moves sure. you know because what colin's doing is like he's like trying to he's trying to challenge himself it looks like yeah. to me you know uh-huh. it's just like okay i've done this now let me see if i can do this and he's like he's nailing that shit Man, yeah, he really is. Yeah. When you get this chance to watch one of his hours, yeah. you're like, fuck, this yeah, is thematic like, yeah. and interesting. It's not serious for no reason. Right, right. And the history behind that one that he did with New York. Uh-huh. And it's, dude, and he has like jokes inside of him, too. And it's like, damn, this you could also just do an hour. Yeah. Just regular, but dude, one day you'll go to Edinburgh. Cool, I man. told him he should be going to Edinburgh. And, um, and you can go whenever you want. I mean, it's open. Jessica Michelle's going this year. Okay. And um, But uh, it's a lot of theme hours. And they all end up trying to, to win these awards. They have awards Best Newcomer and Best like show, show. Yeah. But the best show has started to reward, over the last 10, 15 years or so, has started to reward, more often than not, some dark moments. Mm. And you have to have this serious thing. So it's gotten to be such a trope, mm. such a standard thing, that people call it the, the, the dead dad moment. Where it's like, you have to say, and then my father died, and I was left without a rock. Uh, I did not know. And it was like, when I see those, and I've seen a lot of them, I start yeah. going like, why did you just switch? Why did you not funny when you're saying this? Yeah. You can be like, and then my dad died. And dude, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a even joke right now. It's like, you think I was a loose cannon before, motherfucker. <laughs> I act like Tiger Woods when his dad died. Fucking, you know, fucking 70 bitches. You, know, you, can, you can do it yeah. without being like, yeah, what was yeah, me? Yeah. And so that Hannah lady, yeah. without seeing it, it's like, you know, I know what it is. You're, you're, you're trying to win an award. Right. So they even do jokes about it sometimes where people have a stool up on stage and they'll reference it early. I'm like, oh, that's for later, you guys, when I have my serious moment. <laughs> you know you, you know, what would be funny is if it's like, if it was like all the lights shut off and they had the one spotlight. They on do the, that. Oh, where? They do that. But then they cut the lights back on and there's like clowns and shit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Just like murder Some clowns. goofy shit. Yeah. <laughs> My dad died like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I like the idea of a theme hour, but I would like to see it the way Colin does it. Yeah. That's the way that's I do way mine, better, man. Where it's like, I, I'm oh, going to make this funny the whole way. I'm doing that this about year. Doing? Oh, I am okay. doing it. I've worked on it for like last year and a half. Just oh, do a, a Jewish the, hour. Oh, it's a Jewish thing? Yeah. Cool, man. But like, it's never going to be what was me. I don't like that stuff. My stories, my storytelling show is always like, take that shit to the moth if you're trying to get like overly serious. Yeah. These are fun party stories. Yeah. They can be serious, but it has to be like, I can't help this. It's the age we live in, bro. It's just like everybody blowing up online and not really having to, you know, you get like Mike said this yesterday. It's like, there's only likes. There's no dislikes on Twitter and shit. It's like, you can just fucking love everything and then you know people make good points or 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 maybe some of them not even good but like popular points or agree like group think points 
and everybody's like, yeah, yes. yeah, we should all think this way. And uh-huh. then it's like, there's nothing, there's no substance really behind that shit. You're just saying it because this is the new, I approve of gay marriage. I support the troops. I Dude, I saw, it. I saw. Like it's the new thing to get. Yeah, I saw a clip <laughs> of Bill Maher with Jim Jeffries on there and Piers Morgan. Yeah. So it's like three guys to Bill Maher's right and then his guest to his left. So right. the guest was Jim Jeffries. Right. And then Jim Jeffries was shitting on Piers Morgan, which mm-hmm. I, I, I guess that's fine. I don't really know that guy that well. Um, a lot of people shit on him yeah, man, yeah. these days. It's tough. He took over from fucking John uh, Larry yeah. King, right? I think he says some fucked up shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he says some So anyway, up. he was like, yeah, you still support guns, you motherfucker. Like, Jeffries is going after him. And he's uh-huh. like, he goes, just because your guy, your main guy that gave you a job on The Apprentice. Like, I, the stuff I'm finding out in, in this interview. Yeah. I guess Pierce Morgan was on The Apprentice or in one or did something. I don't know. And he goes... He goes, he's fucking, there's a fucking Muslim ban right now. And then Piers Morgan's like, oh, hold on. It's not a Muslim ban. And he goes, yes, it is, motherfucker. That's what happens. That's how Nazism started. And he goes, and Piers Morgan's like, oh, come on, dude. Now you're, it's like you're being ridiculous. Yeah. You can't compare this. to. Not, and I've seen it. And when I heard, when I heard Jim Jeffries do that, I was like, dude, can you let him talk and say what the fucking Morgan, right, why right. he's saying it's not a Muslim ban right. for a second. Don't just right. say he's a, this is how Nazism started. It ain't starting like that here. And then he goes. Piers Morgan's like, Jim, you're losing your crowd. And, the, uh-huh. and he goes, do you think I'm losing my crowd, guys? Or do you think this fucking gun supporter? Yeah, yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, boo, Piers Morgan. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, yeah. you guys aren't even listening yeah. to anybody. You're just like, well, you're against what I already believed. Bro. And then I did some research on the, on the Muslim ban because I was uh-huh. like, well, it, Rogan was like, no, no, there is one. I was like, well, let me see. And I, mm-hmm. I read the Supreme Court upheld it from mm-hmm. eight countries, mm-hmm. six of which are Muslim, mm-hmm. two of which are non-Muslim. Mm-hmm. I think North Korea was one and then another country. Mm-hmm. But... It's all countries we're at war with right now. It's like Iran, Iraq, Syria, Yemen. Um, I mean, I can find it. And I don't even know who we're at war with. I know. With also, half of them are secret wars or like, like not official wars. It's like when you walk down a neighborhood and you like hear gunshots and shit. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I didn't, I have, I'm going home, bro. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't even know. I don't even care. Um, like, yeah, but the biggest, like, Indonesia has the most Muslims of any country, and there's no ban there. Here, eight nations. Six of them predominantly Muslim. For now, Iran, Libya, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, Chad, and North Korea. Well, North Korea makes sense. And some groups from Venezuela who's uprising, too. But I'm like, hold on. So I get what Piers Morgan's saying. It's like, to uh-huh. say it's a Muslim ban is, is kind of oversimplistic, yeah. and it makes it seem like he's saying, if you're Muslim, get out. Yeah. When that's not really the whole truth. So when somebody goes fuck you nazi it's yeah, like yeah. oh i guess you can win the argument by that way but you haven't really gotten anywhere Man, when them lights come on shit is different shit is different shit is different people hold conversation because they know like okay this is gonna represent me for some period of time in my life and so it's like you, this you're, is, you're this on a, camera yeah you're on camera this is adrenaline coming through and all this shit and you don't want to look that's why jay-z to me whenever he's on bill marshall i'm like this guy is just the coolest Jay-Z. Yeah, he just he just sits there. He doesn't talk much. They ask him a question, he answers, and then he just sits back. He's just like, well, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, but they could have had better PR with that Muslim ban shit. They, they could have. Although I heard something dressed it up. Something they said. Better. Would, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like no, this is these six countries, and also it's like six out of eight of the countries are Muslim. Two are very not Muslim, mm-hmm. and then that gets lost. Yeah, I but saw. The, I heard a, a Trump thing, and I, I mean, hate that guy, but I heard him say something about. The, the the wall in Mexico and he's like mm-hmm. he was talking about MS-13 or that gang mm. 
You know what I'm talking nah, about? Nah, I don't know the gang, but I'm... Whatever the uh, gang is, the Mexican yeah. gang. Then it's like, and they're coming over and they're killing people. They're fucking, you know, they're they're like a gang, a hardcore gang. And they're bad people. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not talking about all Mexicans. But he's like, but he's like, these people in MS-13, that they don't operate by the same rules we operate. They're, right. they're, they're fucking animals. Yeah. And then I was listening to that. It was just, they were just covering his speech. So it was an NPR. Yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, I could see how they could misconstrue that. And then the next day, I saw a headline, Trump's calls Mexicans animals. And I'm like, oh, man, you guys are intentionally doing this, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. You're intentionally saying what's not true. He's making, pe- it's making people, that all it is is clickbait. Yeah. They're making people money. And honestly, I don't see how a wall stops um, a gang called the MS-13. It from doing. Not. It's not going to do nothing, man. When I, I've been to McAllen, Texas, yeah. uh, when I was down there. Still living down in Houston to do comedy and shit. They have border patrol ro- running through that city like ice cream trucks. Like, yeah, that's a that thing shit too. Is there. They sold it they as like out there. They sold it as like these are our friends from the south. I'm like, guys, you know we can tr- we can we we like guard the border with yeah. machine guns now. Yeah, the, the wall is not. It doesn't make it like less inviting than it was before. Right. It's still right, like right. you are not allowed over. Yeah, man, they're out there. They they are out there, and I can only imagine being Mexican down there. And being an American citizen and being Mexican and getting harassed by Border Patrol. I'm sure that shit is bad. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure. They're yeah, like, having to present papers so, and shit all the time. Yeah. Like, no, I'm from here. Oh, dude, I'm sure that shit is bad. Bad. It's just stopping you all damn day. You're like, God damn, we got the same name. Because dudes be Mexican too to be protecting the shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that Border Patrol border people border are like, border Lopez, border. let me see your papers. Goes, I'm, I've worked with you for 10 years. We cousins. You saying you don't have your papers? Like, fuck. What's wrong right. with you? Yeah. Sure um, this shit is dirty. Um, um, how do you get mushrooms? Where do you get them from? Well, um, that's why I've only done them 10 times is because I don't really have a solid connect. When I was in D.C. last time, there was this guy that was just he just had them and he was just micro dosing the whole time. And I was taking them, too, because I was just like, yeah, I'm happy. This is fun. Did you microdose? Yeah, I did. How would you I like did. that? I liked it, man. It was pretty cool. Um, how much did you take about? I was taking. I don't I don't even know how to. How to you got to show me on something. Yeah. Like that? More or less? Yeah, probably probably that much. He's holding a piece of lettuce, a small little piece. But yeah, probably like that. And then I don't know. I'm kind of I kind of wanted to really experience it though because when you, I like microdosing, microdosing so you don't experience. Yeah, it. you yeah. don't really experience it, so it's a little different. So I was taking a little bit more because I wanted to kind of see shit move and stuff. But um, it wasn't bad. I got on stage on shrooms once, and that was that was all right. It's not as bad as people think. I don't want anybody to like do it and fucking die. But if you're able to maintain your positive outlook on life and shit, then it's like, all right, this is actually just cool. Do you have any secrets about how to maintain that positive outlook? Um, or, any, or, any, or any like tricks you've used? Not even tricks, you know, but methods is a better word. Uh delete like social media and shit if Off that shit is, yeah if that shit is not if that shit is not conducive to your to your mental because a lot of people be on looking at other people's lives being like damn their lives look so much better than mine oh you're talking about not when you're on mushrooms you're talking about the well i life. mean no i mean like well on shrooms too oh that's a terrible idea yeah yeah especially because like a lot of people are 
subconsciously addicted to that shit. So you might not even know it, and you just pick up your phone and then just be going on uh-huh. Instagram or whatever, and then you'll see like a girl that you want to fuck in uh, Brazil or some shit, and you'll be like, "Damn, I wish I could fuck a bitch like that." <laughs> and then you'll see like some nigga in a Lamborghini, be like, "Damn, I wish I had a car like that." And then you'll see your friends that you actually know at a party that you didn't get invited to, and you'll be like, "Man, what the fuck?" <laughs> the party, and it's like you don't need none of that shit around you because you could just really just step outside and be by yourself and just look out and be like, "Man, it's a beautiful day." Yeah, isn't it crazy how in <laughs> life it's just a question of focus? If you put your focus on what your friends have, yeah, then you lose focus on what you have, right? I mean, when I, I every once in a while I think about this in terms of stand up in New York, and I mean, you're at the same level I'm at in terms of this. We are like legitimate, like working in New York comics. You know what I mean? When you think of like, if you're a complete outsider, you're not mm. in comedy at all, and you're like. What do you do? Like, I do comedy every night. And like, yeah. often, like, pretty much every night. Like, you know, three or four nights a week or more. And you're like, so you just do stand-up at clubs? Like, sometimes clubs, sometimes yeah, bars. Yeah, yeah, And they're yeah, like, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. You're yeah. not even in some other city. You're, yeah, like, in yeah. New York. Right. It's like being a jazz musician in New York. Right, right, You just, right. you're doing stand-up here. And every once in a while, yeah. it hits me. I'm like, dude, that's the fucking coolest yeah. thing that I've ever heard of. Yeah. And I'm doing it. Yeah. And then yeah. if you lose focus on, like oh shit, my friend's just, you know, just became CEO of his company or my other friend is on a sitcom if it's mm-hmm. even in this industry. Yeah. You lose sight of like, yeah. this is fucking it's sweet. Cool thing that you're doing, right. right. Yeah, and then even if it is like, oh fucking Aziz just booked a TV show. That's yeah. a bad example because I was never like, I didn't come up with him but like, no, no, I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, for you personally? Yeah, and okay. it's a bad example because I don't envy him at all. You know, there's nothing I look <laughs> want from his life. Really? You don't want to be a little Indian guy? <laughs> I mean, actually his TV show looks okay. Yeah. His TV show looks okay, yeah. but like I like it. Uh, I like it okay. Yeah, but like in terms of stand up, I'm like I pity him. You know, uh, like like I don't. Yeah, I'm sure he's jealous it, of me. There's there there is there is things where like I'll see guys like at the knitting factory or something, uh-huh. and then I'll be like, man, that's this is funny in here, and then I'll see them like in here do fucking well, <laughs> yeah, that's and then a different but crowd they'll, they'll do yeah, but then they'll do like a big ass arena or some shit, and it'll be like, damn, that shit was a little funnier in the knitting factory. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Dude, clubs clubs are always better than fucking giant yeah, places. Yeah. But also, knitting factory is such a specific audience. Oh yeah, man. You know, yeah, it is yeah. a very clear yeah. hipster. Yeah, like real yeah. hipster. Yeah, I started noticing that. You know, maybe I, it took me a while to notice because they're not bad people. Was, it's just not specific. At not at all. Yeah, it took me a while to notice that though. But you know, living you learn. Marion told me I went to do one of the last night trains they did. Uh-huh. Remember Wyatt's show? Yeah, yeah. And I finished. And um and they're just like, Oh, I forgot to warn you, they are going they were gonna hate you soon before you even touch the mic. Why? Because of what I look like. Cause you because of what white you're a white guy. White male, yeah. They're like, you it's it's unless you're like twenty three, they've already decided that like we hate you, so it's gonna be a I figure you didn't really care. I'm like, I don't really care. It's actually like the challenge. Yeah. Um, especially the hard thing is if you're doing a misdirect, like, ooh, am I talking about racism or am I talking about yeah, homophobia? Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, yeah, I'm actually yeah, yeah. I'm actually attacking homophobia yeah, yeah, and not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but they won't let you get to the, to the misdirect. They're it. like, why do you? Yeah. Dude. And you're like, oh, guys, I do this. So you need to trust me and not stop me in the middle. Y'all are, y'all are carrying a huge burden right now, man. Mm-hmm. Life is hard. 
<laughs> and it's uh, most of the white dudes too. It's almost mostly white yeah, people. Yeah, and white yeah. dudes like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm gonna fucking make up for it by like giving this guy a hard time. Yeah. And if I see a black chick, I'm like, here, we, yes, we did it. Like, yes, yes, she hasn't opened your mouth yet. Why do you think she's gonna be better than a white dude or another la- uh, uh, black chick or another black dude or black or a white chick? You don't even know. There's levels on every, on every genre. Yeah, on every racial genre, there's good and bad. You don't even know yet. They're uh-huh. like, yeah. She got to stand in the O before she's <laughs> even reached the microphone. We did it. Oh, queens. Yeah. Politics, bruh. I can, I can hate it. And sometimes I actually really do. Yeah. And I just be like, man, why isn't it just about being good at what you do? And, and all, and all art or, or mediums of, um, just the workforce. Like, why can't you just be good at what you do and that be enough? Yeah. But then, it, it's it's just I, th- I feel like this shit will just never go away. It's, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 too, it's like nepotism, all that shit, favoritism, yeah. colorism, all that shit is always going to be around. It's going to be so, around. So like, whatever. Yeah. So it's like, man, you can't you can't. I tried to tell. Speaking of them hipster rooms, I tried to tell a story about how like growing up black, you just. You just homophobic. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You are fucking homophobic. Oh wow! How they take that, dude? They wouldn't even let me turn. Like I was just trying to tell the story because I was at Matchless and I was just like, but I wanted to tell the story about how I, I yeah, wasn't. I'm like not. Yeah, I'm not homophobic anymore. But I was like, yo, growing up, this is what it was. And honestly, I remember telling my friend like, if I met some white guy, it's like, yo, I was racist when I was 16. But now I learned that I, like I'm that's wrong. I would be like, oh, what? Tell me that story. Well, how'd you come How out did of you it? come? Yeah, what, what what happened? I would be very interested in that shit. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. Very maybe not, depending on if he was cool or what. what depends on if he's cool. Is it cool or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, it would be hard to introduce him to my other friends. That was my <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he was in the clan for a little bit, but now. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you gotta let someone change. If they change on their own, if you're not forcing them to change, it's like, yeah, I used to be like this, and now I'm this. You're right. Like, okay. But you're now you're this. Right. Oh, right. Well, right. 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 So now I'm getting the good person. Right. 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 But you would want that. To me, that's such an interesting fucking story. Like mm-hmm. what happened, and they wouldn't even let me like get it out. Like I was like, but it wasn't. I, I wasn't at the point it was even really funny yet. But yeah. I was still kind of, you know, when you just be jolly, it's like, all right, that's enough, just to kind of get. But this Have girl was like, it. there's nothing wrong with gay people and i was like i didn't i didn't I yeah i know i'm say, saying in the ghetto they presented that as, as the yeah. truth but I get, no what you're saying is correct but thank you for stopping me in the middle and saying a point i was gonna make anyway and this gay guy comes up to me after the show he was like i loved what you were talking about really yeah 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 i saw a tr- an article by some trans woman and by trans woman, I mean either was born a woman and then became a man or became was born a man and then became a woman because I don't know the difference when I say trans woman. So. That should be confusing to me, <laughs> it too. It really is. I'm like, wait. Confusing. I don't even think about it anymore. And you came and asked. You just, like, just be like, accept it. You're... Accept it. I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about, but accept it. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think about it. I just look at their jaws. <laughs> <laughs> but she, uh, can I show you the funniest picture that Adrian sent to me? Oh, my God. You can't say what it is, but it's too fucking dark. Um but um i love this so much but um um oh here <laughs> oh no 
and the face. That, that looks like somebody, like a director or some shit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, this translated from oh, this man. article. Yeah, how ridiculous is that? <laughs> <laughs> <So funny>. <laughs> <laughs> Did Adrian make that? What? No, she just made that on her Facebook wall. She sent it to me and it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it Yo. sounds like that major would make though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn it, man. Uh, but this lady's point was like, Shit. she goes, when I hear somebody say trans people are evil or wrong, she goes like, I don't like want to get rid of them. I just roll my eyes and walk away. I don't, I don't like. Yeah. How can we punish them and their family? It's just like, yeah. You just go like, Ugh, you're an idiot, and right, they're just like, right, and that's the end right, of it. Right, 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 right. That's how it should be. Like I don't feel, I don't feel like being the one having to tell you how we're just regular people, but whatever dude that's how it should be i don't think that people shouldn't get punished but also at the same time it's like if you fire somebody for saying the n-word what you think they're gonna do when they get home oh yeah <laughs> not say it like i don't think he should get not get punished this but it's N-word like fired me what yeah. the fuck you, you know, think it's gonna, gonna happen you think his life going this motherfucker go go i don't know man oh i seen something on twitter it was so funny about that dude yeah it that worked at Netflix for getting fired. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. How Yo, hilarious was that? That shit was funny because somebody wrote, uh, oh, these niggas keep sharing passwords. Like, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. That was the extensive thing. For the people who don't know, he was he got fired or made himself resign because he was saying there's certain words that are offensive and we can't say these certain words. And he goes, those yeah. words are cunt, nigger, yeah. faggot. And they're like, what? Yeah, what'd you yeah, say? Yeah, he goes, yeah, I yeah. said the words we can't say. They're yeah, like, no, no, you don't yeah. have to say the fucking word. But he's, they said he said it more than once. Oh, really? Yeah. They yeah, be able yeah, to say yeah, it. yeah. He, he kept saying, what was the word? He was like, you heard? You didn't hear it? You didn't hear it? In the back, you guys hear it? No, we all heard it. It's like, well, just in case nobody heard it, I'll say it I'm going to write it down on this board. <laughs> in permanent marker. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking next, around. To this, next to this other sign, that says, go home. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, uh, randomly, in a sentence, however you want to use, um, go back to Africa. Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out. Yeah. yeah, but the idea that you can't change. You know Amazing yeah. Grace? You know that song? Amazing Grace. Yeah. How yeah. yeah, you know what that's about? No. It's a slave trader who saw the light. Oh. And then he wrote the song? About how, tra- how slavery is wrong. Oh wow! And he was a slave trader. He had black people die in his ships, and oh. he was like, "I once was blind, but now I see." Like, oh, I get it now. Oh, thanks for ruining the song for me. Not ruining it. It's amazing <laughs> now. You take a guy who's willing to say, "Like, I was way off," and yeah. he stopped doing it. He wasn't still doing it after that. He was like, "Oh, I'm done now." But if you say you're but, out once you've ever done anything wrong, that, we can never take you again. Now you don't have the song "Amazing Grace." That's well, fuck that song for those lives. I mean, that's, yeah, true. But it's not, he was already done. He was already like, oh shit, what I did was wrong. Yeah. Now let me compose. He wasn't like, yeah. hey, this song would go a lot more, a lot more downloads if I, actually quit, <laughs> if I quit the slave training. It wasn't like that. <laughs> My buzz go pop. Yeah. <laughs> if I stop selling these things. Yeah, his, his, his manager's like, hey. Where what? is he from? What? I think uh, Slavenia. No, I don't know. <laughs> he said Slavenia. Amazing Grace, who wrote it? It's pretty interesting. That's, I've never looked it up. As well, no, I want to know if he's like European slave trader or uh, American slave trader. Oh yeah, Amazing Grace Wikipedia. Christian hymn published seven. Okay, it was by English poet and Anglican clergyman John Newton. 
Newton wrote the words from personal experience. He grew up without any particular religious conviction, but his life's path was formed by a variety of twists and coincidences. Um, the Royal Navy. I guess he was English. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, he called out to God for mercy when his ship was being fucking pounded into the rocks, and that made his spiritual conversion. So and Then he became an ordained minister. That message that forgiveness and redemption are possible regardless of sins committed and that the soul can be delivered from despair through the mercy of God. Amazing Grace is one of the most recognizable songs in the English-speaking word, world. It's, it's also a little bit hilarious that that's the, that's the message because it's like that's what he needed to feel okay. You know, where he's like, "Hey, God he's has like, led me to to yeah, whatever." He goes, "Well, how yeah, about we like, fucking yeah. go find those slaves and bring yeah, them back?" Right, <laughs> right, right. How about you do a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, and write like, that fucking hit song. Like, he, he he writes like, uh, "Any sin committed can be forgiven." Uh huh. Of course, you would write that shit. Of course, because you were committed of lots of sins. Of course, you would write that shit, motherfucker. It's like what? But I I do feel that way. Um, not towards. Um, anybody, Sir John Newton, whoever the fuck, but like <laughs> towards when, like, because to me the parallels is when like um, guys get out of prison and they they got that they got that stigma with them and they got they every time they apply for a job they got to check or are you convicted felon or have you ever been to jail or you can't do this you can't do that you can't do this and it's like man if 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 he served the time then why are you still punishing this man over everything that he's done my friend got arrested for possession of a deadly weapon um and he like that shit stays with him yeah forever and it's like what the fuck when is this shit gonna be when let is, go when is you gonna be able to say no I did my time I was yeah, punished right like yelling at OJ murderer and it's like well that's different ones gonna go to jail for murder <laughs> but like but like once someone's done their their deed yeah their crime it's like yeah we figured out a punishment for this so right. he's been punished right and then you just you keep this shit yeah like like fucking... you like you smack your kid's butt you know when he did with two fingers my dad used to do yeah. that with the back of my hand like that you know mm. it was enough as a kid to cry my right. dad was mad at me but not enough to bruise me or anything right but like later he's not gonna be like remember when you do that thing it's like yeah man i got my i got fucking smack for it it's over we already did we already went through both it's sides of it over. it's over it's over with that's what the fuck sh- that was the enlightenment from the shrooms it's like bro you what? are in the moment yeah you're here right now like you're not dealing with the shit that happened way back that shit don't even exist anymore it's fucking gone and especially if you've if you've already you know suffered whatever kind of consequences for for the uh things that you've done but that's the same shit that I see when it's like, oh, dudes is uh, dudes is like hitting the um, the shorty up, the pe- permit patty chick, and all them chicks uh-huh, like, yeah. like 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 ruining their lives. Like they're and good already. It's like not that. Yeah, it's already, enough. They're already, you guys already got. It's been punished bro, more than enough. Enough. Now, now you're just out. going now by and like, like, oh, like on the ground. Yeah, let me get one yeah. more punch in. Like, it's like, what are you doing? What I mean, you... imagine if we still still had like lashes. You know, right? They put you in and everybody yeah, lashes yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you have to do forty lashes. You can't, right. you can't do more than seven at once. You'll die. Right. So they keep over the next two months. They let right. you heal and then lash you. Right. And then when you're done, 
you barely up, go and smack the guy yeah. by yourself. Like, because you, you stole. I'm like, yeah. What do you think this lash was all about? What the fuck are you thinking? You, you got to take charge of the punishment? Are you still spitting on me five years later? Yeah. Like, damn, I'm sorry. It's crazy. So, what is that? People. Do- anyway, for- forget why people do it. I think the important thing with mushrooms is like, you can't stop everybody, but you can stop yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you yeah. can be like, I don't want to hold people accountable for that shit anymore when it's not them. And I don't want to be held accountable to myself for shit that I'm no longer. That's the biggest fucking thing is like, okay, I've done things that I regret in my life. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not, if I'm able to look past that shit on myself, then I'm just, it should be a breeze to do it to the next person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like less weight on you. You're just like, oh, bro, I'm just, I don't even got to worry about that shit right there. Yeah. Isn't it weird how it's like it, Doing to someone else puts weight on you. Yeah. To be mad at someone else for something they didn't even yeah. do to you gives you weight. And if it is something they did to you, it still makes you right. have to deal with it. Right. That's it's, that that's that drinking poison trying to yourself trying to make the other person die. Yeah. And you just sitting there drinking that shit like, yo, why you not? Yeah, yeah. Why you or, not or make you both sick? drink the poison so yeah. that you can die. But it's like, well, I'm drinking it too. If I just ignore this, then who cares if he's alive or dead? Right. Man. I'm living. Right. Yeah, it's weird how mushrooms for me, it'll help me. Like, So I had somebody write me recently and was like, I tried mushrooms and made it in the right amount. I want to ask how much you do too. But like, but he goes, I didn't have that big spiritual moment where I was like, realized like everything was wrong with me or wrong with other people or right with me or right with other people. And I wanted to be like, oh no, dude, it ain't that usually. It's just that once in a while. Yeah. You can't look for it. Yeah. You can't go looking for it. Like I never, whenever I'm tripping, it's like, I'm never like really looking for it. Most of the time I'm just looking to have fun. Have fun. It's a good, it's a great looking. party yeah. thing when you're with people who are also on mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. I'm never looking to have this enlightenment kind of thing. That shit just kind of happens. It's just like, holy shit oh yeah. this is cool and then i go back to trying to have fun i talked to a wall the last time mm-hmm. that i was on shrooms because i was in uh on the subway train and there was like somebody drew a face on the wall and i'd be like it'd be funny if i started talking to this wall and then like it started really talking to me like it's just uh, having a conversation back and forth like what would it say type thing and it was like i was like this is fun <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you but you just, don't care so you don't care you you're just, just like care. i want to do something <laughs> I had an ex I yeah. gave her mushrooms and she was taking with her friend in this big backyard somewhere in like Woodstock or something uh-huh. so it was like big bush wall you know like a wall up to like you know like eight feet high yeah and just that, like long just all grass and shit just a bush oh bush you know like as instead of a fence to oh, the neighbors okay a big yeah, bush yeah, thing. yeah 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 and she was looking yeah. at it and my friend was videotaping it which I'm always like don't ever videotape people on mushrooms they don't, nobody wants to feel right, like a right, big right, bush right 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 and then she right, kind of right. panned away and went back when she went right. back by that time the woman who was on the mushrooms saw a face in the mushrooms, you know, in the, in the, the, in the wall. Bush, yeah. And so she's like looking at it uh-huh. and then it pans away and pans back and you just see her go like, <laughs> like, like shift back and like wide eye, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, oh man. <laughs> no, man, yeah. I see that I and you're just like, what did you yeah. see? <laughs> oh shit i gotta get one of my friends on on this with you like to have a conversation i don't know if she does podcasts or who? anything um she, you want me to pause it? huh who you want me to pause it uh you want to not yeah, say I, yeah pause it yeah but okay she uh she she told me about a trip that she had in um chicago and she was like trying to get home 
like in the middle of the night and yeah she was like on the south side and she was like tripping on acid and i was like whoa she didn't, yeah Damn. she didn't yeah she didn't get into details about it but i was like yeah that's like a fucking crazy story right you there. do not want to be yeah. there not having your wits about you yeah man because at some point you're gonna have to lie down on the ground might be the sidewalk <laughs> like i don't care i'm lying down <laughs> Dude, I was at I was at Firefly, that music festival uh-huh. in Delaware, and my friends all we were all on acid. Yeah. My friends left, and I was like lying down straight, like like yeah. this, you know, the yeah. grass like this, you know, yeah. and uh, just staring up at the yeah. sky. Yeah, and then like they were like, "Hey, we go to the bathroom." I'm like, "Hey, I'm not good enough to go. You guys go ahead. I'll be right here. Come back if you don't. I'll make my way back. To right, the, right, camping. Right. It's fine, but like I'll be here. Yeah. So I was just lying there with my eyes open because if you shut your eyes, then it's like people are like, yeah. are you, are you, you know, yeah. passed out. So I was eyes open. Uh-huh. I just remember hearing coming in and out of consciousness, you know? Like your mm-hmm. eyes can be open, but you start like daydreaming about For sure, for sure. You know, sure. and then all of a sudden you're back and you're like, what? Yeah. That's why a music festival is the best to do this. Because you come back and mm-hmm. some fucking lady dressed like a wooden nymph is walking by. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's exactly what I wanted to say. You know, someone else with fucking dancing balls and stuff and fucking some like spear that lights up. And you're like, this is amazing. Dude. Yeah. It's, it's it. it. It's one of them things where you like you kind of want to see people do some shit that you would never fucking do, but it's in your brain somewhere, uh-huh. and you're like, "Damn, yeah, that's on that's on my mind right now." Yeah, yeah, that's cool as shit. But I saw somebody walk by, and just I could see the, those feet walking nearby, and I just heard somebody say to their friend, "Like, I would never want to get that fucked up." <laughs> about me and I just smile and I was like I mean it feels pretty good but I, okay I get what you're saying I get why it looks bad my head is on dirt but <laughs> you just don't care about that dirt I would never want to get that fucked up like, I didn't even just- care I didn't even care I was like yeah, I see, I see what you're looking at but all that does to me it makes me look like those guys gacked out on the fucking street near the UCB East you know yeah. where they're all fucking you know yeah, the yeah. little heroin areas yeah, yeah. and you see them like nodding off and everyone's like it's so sad I'm like oh not in his world yeah, he's fucking yeah, feeling he's it right now good. he's feeling great he's really good yeah um, uh, so how much do you usually take how much mushrooms do you usually take when you take them Dude, I, I'm bad at weighing shit out, man. I just kind of like, I, I probably eat just one whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. If I want to really trip, then I'll just eat the, the the whole shroom, and just like let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I sometimes I eat, sometimes I don't. You probably should eat. But, oh, before? Yeah. But um, that's if I that's if I like I'm like okay I'm ready for the next like big one ninety minutes to be a, a thing you know. Um, what then what then what do you do then i would like not eat and just take one just take one shroom yeah empty your stomach hits you harder yeah 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 the weird thing is once you're on them their hunger goes away at least for me Mm -hmm. so like i could say i'm I'm, i'll eat let's say i'll do them at 8 p.m let's Mm -hmm. say so i'll eat lunch at 11 30 and then by about 8 p.m., like, I'm getting hungry again. But if I just eat the mushrooms, yeah. once those kick in, by 9.30, I'm not even thinking about food. Mm. You know? Yeah. When I'm coming down. When you're coming I'm down, though, it's like, fuck, dude, let's get, fucking fuck. eat something. Yeah. yeah, you get hungry as fuck. <laughs> yeah. You got to prepare it. Like, yeah, you got to have stuff there shit. waiting for you. Uh, yeah. How much do you eat? Uh, when I really want to trip, I'll go, like, 11 hours without eating and then trip for four or five hours what but what what what, what oh, how much what, mushrooms yeah, do i how eat much mushrooms yeah my general is about two grams or if they're really powerful half an eighth which is about 1.75 grams something like that 
an eighth is like 3.5 i think something like that but like uh what I should be doing is a whole eighth. I should be doing three grams. A whole eighth? Well, Damn. Yeah. Because my here's what Rebecca said to me once. You know Rebecca Trent? Yeah. So I said that to her once because she, she, she fucks around a lot, yeah. you know? And um, I got a funny story about that. Go ahead. I'll let you okay. But, but I was like, I don't know. Last couple of times, I haven't really gotten there with mushrooms. Like I've gotten like a couple of visuals, but I haven't uh-huh. really gone. Like like this floor would be great to look at. Right, you right, know, like right, This right. shit would yeah. start to swim. Yeah. Um, the brick might be cool to look at. Blank wall, not so much. Depends what, you know. But I like, like trees, man. Yeah, trees are great. You can like see trees. out of the corner of your eyes, the roots start growing. Yeah. But anyway, she goes, oh, Ari, you're, you're not new anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to take more. Yeah. That's why it's not working. You yeah. built up your tolerance too much. Yeah, yeah. So what? We'll go tell me your story. Um, so I, I had heard that a lot when I first moved here. And I used to work at um, that bar that she did a show. I fucking forgot. They closed oh, cabin. down Cabin. Yeah. I used to still work closed. there. Nothing's there still. Yeah. That place was so fucking dirty, man. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, but I was working there. And I and, and that's all people would talk about with her for some reason. Like, hey, Rebecca, you know, she does, she does Drug. drugs. <laughs> she loves drugs. She, she loves drugs. She loves drugs. And then... And then I remember she texted me because she got me the job there too, and she texted me and she was like, "Hey Kevin, I got um, I got some I got some food back here if you want some." And I was like, uh, "I was like, yeah, sure." She was like, "You like mushrooms?" And I was like, uh, "Oh no, I've never <laughs> done them before. Uh, I don't know. I'm not not sure." And then I go back there. She doesn't text me. I go back there, and it's just regular mushrooms on some rice and shit. I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I'm over here like I don't know. Like, your reputation precedes you. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, mushrooms is the only drug that is also in exactly the same form, not a drug at all. Yeah, you know, it's like what. Yeah, just another type of mushroom, that's all. It ain't like, you know, there's squash, and then there's also, like, psychedelic squash. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Which, kind of, which kind of apples yeah. are you talking yeah. about? Exactly? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this Coke, that's just for seasoning. That's not real Coke. That doesn't do anything for you. So here, let me show you what, let me show you what Aphanith is. We didn't talk during any of that. That was dead air. Sorry, everybody. This is half an eighth. My friend, made, I'll give these to you, actually. Here. Ooh. Take those with friends. Wait. Both of these are half an eighth? Yeah. So the, that's a dose. That's a dose. Oh. These are called penis envy mushrooms. They look a they little like... They do look like dicks. Yeah, they look like dicks. Damn. See, um, the ones I have, the or I've taken the, the, the this part of it. The cap? The cap of it is, like, actually bloomed. Blown? Like yeah, it's out and flattened. Sh- flattened. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it just depends how they dry and what kind they are, I guess. So these look like they look pretty dense too. Yeah, it's all depends. Have you ever had fresh mushrooms? I don't think so. They're all pr- always pretty dry. Off the ground, I mean. Yeah. No, oh. I did it once in in Australia. These cool dudes, they took me to fucking mushroom picking trip, and they're like so much smoother when you get them that Whoa. way. You got to eat a lot more because so like this before they dried out would, uh-huh. would be like that much, you know. Okay. So it would be like, you know, an eighth and a half on its own. It'd shrivel down into this. Oh, okay. Into a half an eighth. I see. Um, so the fresh ones, you got to eat like 10 of them. Um, but 
You got to eat 10 of them? Something like that. Seven, eight, ten. Damn. Yeah, I had two, and it was like just a nice buzz, uh-huh. just a buzz, but it was like so smooth in my whole body. It was just felt oh, clean shit. and nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do them again. They showed me how also. They showed you how? Yeah. This is, is I mean, this is not to be like looked at as, as like the truth because I was just told once. Mm-hmm. But... um. But if you're with a local, I'm always like, you guys know how to do it. You're fucking from here. Tell me. Yeah. They say you take them off the cow patty, off the fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll grow right out of that the day after a rain. So if it rained, like today it rains, like it rained all, or it rained all night last night. Yeah, yeah, Tomorrow yeah, morning, yeah. they'll be like mushrooms. Um, you just put them in cow shit? No. They come out of cow they shit. They come out they of They grow cow out of the shit. cow shit. So you pick them off. Is it a special cow? Cows. That's it. Just cows. Yeah. Um, Alan. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Hello? All right. Pocket call. Um, sounds coming like, over. It sounds like it would be like some kind of magic cow. Oh, yeah. It, right. It would seem like that. But no, just cows. And then it comes out. I think they eat the spores or something, whatever's left over. And then you just you, you fluck off the shit because you don't want to eat shit. Yeah. And then um, you crack the stem in half. So, like this stem, you crack it in half. Mm-hmm. And so in a normal mushroom stem, it'll be all white or all gray, whatever. And then slowly, within like 30 seconds, it'll just change to like blue or like a bluish dark gray ring around. And they go, if it changes colors, that's good to go. Those are magic mushrooms. Can you imagine the first dude that ate a mushroom thinking it was like food? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this will like, do me good. And it's like, like, what happened? What the fuck? Witches. There's <laughs> witches about here. <laughs> Dude, they used to think everything they couldn't explain was witches. I tried to do a joke about it, could never make it work, but appendicitis, you know, when your appendix blows up? Yeah, yeah, And you're yeah. fine one day, and you're dead a day yeah, and a half later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know what the yeah. fucking appendix was. Yeah. They must have thought, you know, the dark arts. They must have. Spontaneous combustion. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like witches. Dude, you've never dealt with the felon. Then if I turn it off, oh, I gotta turn it all the way off. It's just gonna keep ringing. He's no longer calling. Dude, anyone trying to get an Alcatel uh, flip phone right now? Be buyer beware. Come on, man. Fuck. Yeah, and you can't even turn it off. You don't have another phone. It's still ringing as it's going off. No, I don't have another phone. You that's, had a better flip phone the last time I saw you. Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't get any reception in my. Uh, in, like I had to like talk by the window. Damn. If I went to get a drink or a glass of water, it would cut off. Maybe get one of those ones with the antenna on it. And <laughs> Dude, we saw the old uh, Patrice <laughs> yeah. roast. So we saw people, like video people outside, and, yeah. and, and Voss goes like, hey, one second he goes away and pulls up his yeah. antenna yeah. and then puts it on. Yeah. Like, when the fuck was this? <laughs> Two thousand four, baby. Yeah. So your experience <laughs> with mushrooms overall. Because Shroomfest is coming up. Oh, will you do these on Shroomfest? I don't even know what Shroomfest is. International Mushroom Holiday. Oh. This year it, it's is August. It? It's always the, the summer month, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, with the longest amount of moonlight. Is there like something going on? Yeah. Like a, people like all music? over the world are taking mushrooms. Yeah, but I want to go like hear music or some shit. Like you that. want to? Yeah. I'll go do that. It go sound, to the park or something. It sounds like, you know what I mean? It sounds like a Shroomfest. Fest, Shroomfest. Yeah. It like, sounds like something. It is. <laughs> Uh, August 25th, 26th, and 27th this year. Next year, it's another 25th, day. 25th, 26th, and 27th? Or 27th. Oh, or 27th. That's, it's, a, it's a fucking 24, 72-hour period. Mm. So during that 72 hours, All right. take mushrooms. I'm put that in my phone. 
yeah, put Shroomfest in your phone. <laughs> so it's going to be a full moon at night, probably, one of those nights. So that'll be fucking sick. Shroomfest. I'm outside your building. Okay, fuck it. All right, I got it. Hold on. All right. All right, well, it's time to finish. <laughs> yeah, here, put these away. Uh, oh, shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got thrown out of a bar. <laughs> we were doing scouting for my special. Yeah. Um, we shot it in Austin at Cap City. You've been there, right? Yeah, yeah, Houston, yeah, for yeah. sure. How much do you guys all look up to um, Ali Sadiq in Houston? Bro, Ali is a god, dog. Like, he's, he's the, the OG, yeah. He's the best. Yeah. He is the Houston scene, yeah. huh? He's, I mean, when I was coming up, he was like the first, one of the first dudes where I was like, oh, this is how you do comedy. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. live, I was like, oh, shit, this is comedy. Yeah. yeah so He's great. That Mexican guy on Boot Story is fucking great. And so Man. someone with that guy who's going to kill. I got I can't wait to see him. I can't wait to see him take off. That's yeah, I know. Be, that's just going to be he fun. He feels like it's just starting to, though. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just starting to happen. Like, yeah. people have heard of his name a little bit, but now right. it seems like he's about to be like... Yeah, that shit going to be fun to watch, man. Have you seen it with comics before? I've started seeing it with a few people. Oh, where really? I'm like, I'm like, oh, dude, it's like it's about to happen for you. Like, I, I just can tell. It's like yeah. more people are talking about you, and it's just like going... Theo Vaughn's in that range right now. It's like your name's coming up too much. People yeah. are talking about it. It seems like you're about to take a step up. Yeah. Not even because of the talent. It's just like, oh, the word's out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You know? That's like, Michelle, you knew, was like, yeah. it's like, oh, you're about to start doing yeah. lots of stuff. Yeah. That's a doper way. Uh-huh. It's just like, oh, it's too many people talking about you for you to not. Be. Yeah. It ain't something <laughs> like, oh, you have a sitcom coming out? I didn't hear about it. It's like, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, Probably. we were doing scout and we were down there at one of the bars and we were like, we had these out on the table and they were like, get, put them away. Put them away. I was like, that's fair. That's fair. I forget. You forget sometimes. I forget. You forget. You're like, yeah, well, everybody should be. All right. And then it's like, oh, now we're black. Yeah. Wait, you got to, you got to, before we forget, before it's over, you got, how do people reach you? Twitter? Kevin Iso on Twitter. ISO. Yeah. Kevin Iso Propanol on Instagram. What? Idiot. Was it taken? Was nah, taken? it wasn't. I just thought it was funny as shit. Isopropanol. Yeah. How do you spell that? Um, I-S-O-P-R-O-P-A-N-O-L. There's no Propanol. Y in there? Nah. Okay. Nah, nah. Yeah, I'm sure you know. It's an alcohol group. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-oxygen alcohol group, I, I believe. They should change your username to is- isopropanol, but always make it iso... Or whatever. Do what I you want to do in life. I don't know, man. I, I like making things complicated. Um, okay. <laughs> Message to black people who have never done fucking psychedelic drugs before. Um, nigga, don't... Don't do it if you don't want to. <laughs> like, really? I'm not going to convince you. Like, yeah, if you want to be scared, be scared. <laughs> I thought your message was going to be like, go ahead and do it. It's not that big a deal. Get over it. <laughs> nah, because I don't want to be responsible <laughs> yeah, for it. nobody. Like, I get it. This nigga told me. Like, yo, stay your scary ass over there, bro. Dude, I give, I give Ali those. Uh, he fucking uh, flipped out on him. With him. Ali fucks with yeah, him. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ali <laughs> forgot fucks about that. <laughs> <laughs> or wait till you're 45, nigga. Yeah, until you have grown children <laughs> and then start going for it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got kids that are like, tell him how to be fiscally responsible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, Kevin, thanks a lot. Thank you. Happy Shroom Fest. Appreciate you. All right. I look for ways to say I love you. But I ain't in making love songs 
Baby, I'm just rapping to this LSD. She ain't a stranger to the city life. I introduce her to this hippie life. We make love on the pretty lights. LSD. Okay, there's two things I wanted to say um, that I'm remembering. I did not write them down. Two things. One thing was in terms of like uh, judging people, what you get on mushrooms, in terms of judging people and seeing things clearly. Uh, it helps with this. And something I learned once about this festival. Oh, here's the, oh, that's it. Here's the other thing I was going to tell. There was something else about mushrooms. God damn it, it's already gone. It's already fucking fleeting. Why don't you write shit down, you idiot? Maybe it'll come back to me before the end of this. But this is about that festival. The other thing I learned about watching tapes and also about, like, in terms of people hate you or don't hate you. There's this comic, um, Andy Andrus? No. Keith Alberstadt. And I remember after that festival, he goes, oh, I guess they hated me. He was in the top ten. He was in the top ten. So then it came down to the top ten and them choosing five comics. And keep in mind, three of them I helped choose. Three of them of those ten. I got in. The other ten that were in there, three people that I knew. Um... Morrissey, uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton, and Rob Mayhew. And the other seven I did not know. And so I was like, well, what do you guys think? I like these three. What do you guys think? And they helped pick Mike Leibowitz, who later became friendly with, and Kevin Iso. Mike Leibowitz from Chicago. And so Keith Alberstadt was like, oh, I guess they hated me. And meanwhile, he was top ten. And then he, that was, means it was a one and two chance. That means they narrowed him down to like 60 people to vote on. And then he was sixth. He was the first man out. And his version of it was they must have hated me. And that's what we all do in this fucking industry. They must have hated me. And here's the reality. They don't hate you. They just have more often than not. They just have a limited amount of spots. So, yeah, if you do a really bad job, they probably hated your stuff. But if you think your stuff was good, they probably liked it. Just not quite as much. As five other people, three of which the fix was in on. So think about that. That just means they didn't like your stuff fucking more than two other people. Well, that's not so bad. You like me third best feels a lot better than we didn't want you. That's the other thing I learned from this. Now, in terms of mushrooms. Oh, here's what I got to say about that Nanette lady. Um, Guys, she's fine. I'm going to watch her thing just because everyone's talking about it. But from what I hear, it ain't even... It's just like a one-man show. It's not even like whatever. So I'll just like it and appreciate it. I'm sure if it's like good. It won all these awards. Nick Cody says it was good. So I bet it was. It's just that fucking, oh, that's what I was going to say with Reggie Watts. I didn't finish saying. So all these comments got on Reggie Watts. They're like, this isn't comedy. This isn't comedy. But it's really like, no, it's not. But if you watch it, it's fucking amazing. So once you realize that, you're like, well, who cares what room it's in or what's presented on? So she was in the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. But that festival's. I mean, it's half theater, half, well, not half, part theater, part music, part fucking uh, acrobatics, and a lot of comedy. So she won the award there. Who cares? Those award people don't, like, look at what I like. It's teach their own. That's That dark shit with no laughs, that's just not what I'm looking for and what most of my fans are looking for. It's all right if someone else is. And when she goes, 
<laughs> if you don't do a comedy my way, or if you don't just if you're in it just for the laughs, um, and you don't have a message, uh, get a, just don't do stand up. I don't gotta read the quote. Don't just do, don't do stand up on TV or get off TV. It's like all right, she's not even. I mean, she's probably joking. She's selling her fucking special. Relax, everybody. Um, I, without looking at it, I bet she was joking. That's my first thought. More often than not, that's what happens. Uh, uh, 99% of the people that are normal do it. And for somebody new and fucking full of spunk, yeah, the odds go down to... It's still 60-40 that she was just joking or saying something ridiculous on purpose. Um, she didn't mean... I doubt she meant. If you don't do stand-up her way, um, then you just shouldn't be doing it. I just doubt that meant that. Uh, anyway, now I'm excited for shroom season. Also, don't forget about asset. I will not make that... Uh, oh, fucking security's coming over. I will not make that guarantee about the nothing bad will happen to you on asset. I can't make that guarantee. That is an only shrooms thing, and it's not all psychedelics. Probably nothing bad will happen to you. If you have um, history of schizophrenia in your family, I do not advise taking mushrooms or, or acid. If you take the type of antidepressants... Um, that react badly with mushrooms, I do not recommend it. I would ask your doctor which ones those are. If he says, well, neither, uh, I will say I would not listen to him. I would do more research because I think that he doesn't know what he's talking about. My doctor, the expensive one, the one Rogan got from me, um, uh, said that there's one type and the other type not. Um... By the way, if you want to hear some of my thoughts on depression, and uh, go on to the last Joe Rogan experience. I talked about it a lot. Uh, there's probably a lot more I didn't talk about, which is like the feeling of like suicide and shit like that. Oh, I don't know another time. Um, but it, they're all on there. So we had some fun, and then we got serious. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys, that's it. Check me out in Edinburgh. I'm fucking excited. I'm excited because I don't. I don't think if that's what she said that you have to be unfunny. I don't think that's the case. I think if she gets better, I, I mean, I, what am I doing? I haven't even watched it. I haven't even watched it. I haven't even watched it. But what I know about myself, now I, from what myself, is that there are times where I couldn't make funny at certain topics. And then I got better at stand-up, and I was able to make them funny. Um, to me, here's what I'm, I'll just tell you my thoughts on stand-up really quick. Here's what I'm looking for in a stand-up comedy special. A stand-up comedy special should, at minimum... And always be funny the whole way through. You should be getting laughs the whole way through. That is the minimum. I expect that out of a special. And when I get that, I go, yeah, good special. And when I don't, I start to have major problems with it. It bothers me. It's like, what the fuck is this? I get angry when it's a fucking, on different reasons. When it's a celebrity doing it, I get angry because I'm like, you don't have no respect for this. You're just taking fuck time and ruining people's version of what stand-up is. I get angry at it. When it's a new person that gets that, I get mad at the production. Because I'm like, somebody pushed them into doing a special that's not their best work. Especially comics I know that are good. I'll just tell you the ones who didn't come out as good as they should have. Theo Vaughn's. He's a way better comic. If you saw him on Netflix, I'm like, I didn't like this. He's a far, far, far better comic than that was. I don't know what happened with the special. It didn't look that great. His next special will be amazing. 
because he's a way better comic. And what you do is after you record, you kind of learn some mistakes you make and what they, you allow them to do and what you don't. But a lot of that's these fucking production companies that don't understand what the experience of stand-up is. Gerard Carmichael's first special. He, I haven't seen his second one, he's a, he was a better comic than that put up. Spike Lee didn't know how to direct a special. He takes your eyes away from the fucking focusing on Gerard. I saw what he did to the room just in pictures. He lost way too many seats for the OR. He didn't have respect for that as a room. And he put up Gerard in the best case scenario. He gets a B plus. That's the best he can do. And he's f- scared going into his first one. Uh, Santino. These guys are all far, far better than what you might have seen. Santino's, I don't know. I'm going off what people told me. But they're great comics. And they're just not shown as well. Or, or uh, Ryan Hamilton. He, gets ru- he got rushed into doing a special faster than he should have. So it can't be his best possible work. And his best possible work is a fucking killer. A clean, clean killer. Hello. Um, so it makes me mad when things don't look as great as they can be. But what I, what I want is just funny the whole way. And if I can get that, then I'm fucking golden. Who's funny the whole way? Segura. Uh, uh, Ali Wong uh, just like these, these specials just fu- just like from the start to the finish you're just like laughing the whole time and then if you want you can do an add-on I didn't see the special but I saw him work out the hour Colin Quinn doing some of those theme things it's like oh he's not just doing a special that's funny he's adding a little theme to it he's adding a twist to it um, or uh, let me think let me think. Who else did something like, I don't know, like interesting recently? Chris Gethard, All About Depression. I got to see that one, actually. I don't know if that one. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going off what I heard. A lot of you just go off what you heard and then what you sort of like the people talking and how they're talking to tell you if something is good or not. But then you get surprised by actually watching it. Um, I assume Gethard's is good. I'm just tired to think who, who's put up one that's like a little... Like, had a little flair to it, but also got the funny all the way down. No, Ali Wong's for sure. Ali Wong's. Ali Wong's for sure. That is not just that she's pregnant. That's not that. That's a little, to me, that's like an impression on top of great jokes. You know? It's, mo- it's 90% of the great joke, and the impression really helps you fucking sell it. But, yeah, the baby bump was fucking, you know, uh, baby cobra, whatever it was. Uh, it was great, but it was this theme the whole way. It was like telling this story the whole way. And wrapping up. It really was that Edinburgh-style hour. That's what I got from watching those hours. At least their attempt. Their attempt was to do something funny the whole way and then also thematic. And almost all of them fucking dropped it and got 20 minutes serious for no reason. So I took that shit and I'm like, I know how to do funny the whole way through. Not to toot my own horn, but it's like, whatever, obviously. The good comics just do it. You know, the good comics just fucking do it. Jim Jeffries' first hour, just funny the whole way through. The one where he's talking about uh, 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 the, the, the one-legged dude who shot his girlfriend in South Africa. That's the opener. Just That's funny the whole way through. That's what you want. Rogan's last one. Just That's funny. And so on top of that, she tells a story of getting her man and fucking deciding how the family's going to look like and how who's going to have it and and who's trapping who? It's just fucking bottom out thing. And then on top of that, having the baby to go with it, that's like, oh, you're doing something funny the whole way. And then also something else. When you try to do something, I don't know, something else before you get the funny down, there's no reason for it, man. There's no reason for it. 
It's just not right. Get the fucking shit down. You know, the thematic, fucking learn to master one. And once you've mastered one and show everybody you can master it, you know, a great painter, then you can go minimalist. Because you're like, no, everybody knows I know how to do this. Now I'm going to try to do some fucking weirdo Andy Kaufman thing. Fine, okay, show everybody you know how to make regular jokes, though. Don't show you're just doing it because you don't have the skill to fucking be funny the whole time. That's what I expect. So that's what I expect for myself because that's what I expect for myself as a viewer. What I like to do is have respect for the audience and give them the experience that I would want if I was an audience member. So that's what I've always tried to put out for you guys. Never going to half-ass it. And if I do, uh, if I put out like, hey, I went back to San Diego again uh, to run this hour. But I'm, I'm very clear like, hey, I was already in San Diego. This is the last hour. I was already in San Diego. If you already saw me, it's going to be the same material. I'm not going to fucking take your money. I'd say that was bullshit if somebody did that to me. I'll always be honest with you. I charge you less when the fucking shows aren't worked out, worked out until they're fucking great. I'm not going to fucking rob you. I'm going to give you the best version you could always get. I want you to leave going like, ah, Ari always puts on a good show, always new material, and always up to fucking kill standards. At least fucking, you know, you're not going to leave there going, eh. Unless I was fucking bomb drunk, and then I'll feel bad about it. And it's not to say it won't happen, by the way, that I'll put out something bad. I'll just give a bad set or something. But it ain't going to be, like, on purpose or because of lack of preparation. It's going to be some shit happened. You know, some of my family died, and I couldn't fucking muster up the courage or fucking energy to get it going good. Something like that. Listen, it happens. Or I choose an angle that I think will be harsh, and, and, and the audience will get behind it mostly. But it's actually harsh, and most of the audience doesn't get behind it. All right, I fucking chose wrong. But I did it in the best interest, you know? Uh, here's another one. This the uh, this is Ari Shafir's renamed storytelling show. I like doing it at at small venues, intimate venues. So the problem with that is, well, as the show's gotten bigger, you can sell out those venues real easy. The, the belly room sold out in fucking Zippo time at 80 seats, 90 seats. But sometimes those shows are far better. So I don't want to do a show just for the money. Some venues that work well that I like. Uh, uh, that are bigger The Bell House in Brooklyn That one's fun Also some movie theaters We did it at a movie theater In 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 um, At Moon Tower in Austin And we did it at a movie theater At Bridgetown in Portland Those were fucking cool as shit Cause I don't know why I feel like it left the intimate feel But when you do them in the main room Of the comedy store They don't feel as good The main room at the improv Didn't feel as good as the lab So I ain't gonna do that shit for money Instead I'll just sell less tickets Or something like that But also You try to do it at bigger things Because who knows? Maybe it will be good. You know? I haven't seen all the rooms. Like, that Bell House looks almost identical to the, belly, to the uh, Comedy Store main room. But somehow the Bell House, it always works real well. The main room doesn't. So, like, you know, you can't be closed-minded about it. So, with that in mind, I'm trying it in, at the All Things Comedy Festival. Ari Shiver's renamed storytelling show. Surprise lineup, as always. If you want to check afterwards who we had on all the time, you can look. And they're great lineups. I just want to sell out based on the idea that you're going to have a great time in the show. Same reason I don't put the fucking guest in this as the first thing in the fucking title. I want you tuning in for the fucking topic. Trust me, I'll get a good guest. And by the way, the fucking big name guests aren't always as good as a small name guest. Same as in stand-up. So I'll give you the best show. But I do get also the joy, as an audience member, of seeing somebody fucking big time. Even if they're not that great, if seeing Brad Pitt try a story and be like B-minus about it, I'd rather see that 
than fucking Burt Kreischer get well no maybe not Burt Kreischer see that than getting some like comic you don't know that well okay that's a better example comic you don't know that well being fucking killer you know like if you could have seen Theo Vaughn's Brad Pitt story and by the way if any of those comics know that my my heart is you guys are great comics that's why I mention it I didn't mention the ones that didn't fucking record well and aren't that good you guys are great comics I'll talk to you by the way if you want next time about what you need to do to like make sure the performance is fucking spot on I'll talk to you guys about it I care about it so um, I can help you through shit shit that they don't know about they never think to like worry about but I'll fucking help you through it we're the only ones who think in terms of comedy by the way they're just not trained to do that so you need somebody who's been through it to tell you what they're not going to do and what they will do on their own you can trust certain people you can't trust other people from start to finish you got to take control it's your special so i'll help you through it um what was i gonna say how did i just get so sidetracked oh that's right this fucking edible which i was gonna take more of and thank god i did not oh look at me getting work done wait what was i saying then what was i saying come on oh Literally, what if I was out here for too long and the fucking missed my next flight? 6.34, that flight's at 9. Oh, no, I'm real good. Uh, by the way, thank you again, ZipRecruiter. Um, if you're hiring, go to Z- I'm going to give you an outro read just because, honestly, that read, if I think about it, that was a great, you'll be, enjoy that. But if you were like a stickler, then I could see you going like, come on. So here it is. If you're hiring somebody, don't fucking do it yourself. Use ZipRecruiter.com. And if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic, you get, what do you get? Um, wait on uh, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free oh so fucking 100% free at ZipRecruiter.com slash skeptic so if you're a hirer if you're an HR try it uh, that's the way to support the podcast and make sure to go through my fucking thing so uh, they can give me more sponsors that's by the way the only reason I do this long intro is to fucking be able to hide sponsors I feel so shitty about it same thing care about the performance I don't want to just hear a commercial up front I'm listening to a podcast what the fuck is that for no, fucking, all right, if it's got to be something, the Bill Burr's Pro Flowers read, then fucking great. I don't mind telling you who I'm fucking influenced by. Yeah, his Pro Flowers read is fucking killer. Change the game. Why make it serious? No, that's awful. You want to hear that? Nobody does. How are you? Go Hawks. Um, yeah, so make it interesting. Make it fun for you. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? But I get also, like... Yeah, I understand. If I'm, I get it. You gotta have a sponsor once in a while, but don't fucking. That's the only reason to have an intro. Bullshit. Oh, I'm excited for Edinburgh and this fucking Austria trip. By the way, we've raised over six thousand dollars towards uh, covering uh, the awful Bert Kreischer's uh, debt to sick children. Over six thousand dollars we've raised. Forty six hundred left to go to raise all the money to pay for what he would not. So the L.A. Children's Hospital. I'm not even touching the money. It's going straight to them. You register as a charity. I don't fucking touch it. I know what you're going to say. Oh, look at the Jew getting the money. I don't touch it. Oh, Skankfest is coming. Are you guys excited? Oh, I'm excited. I think I'm going to be doing, uh, uh, well, whatever. You'll see. Um, yeah, Ari Shafir presents Skankfest. Get your tickets, by the way. AriShafir.com slash Skankfest. Um, you can get your merch. Uh, at Merch Pump, the Shafir Fest merch. <laughs> Please wear it there. Fuck Lewis. Um, all right. 
Oh, by the way, way to try to get out of it. Christine is trying to get Legion of Skanks to win the three-on-three basketball tournament. So what you do, she booked Teeb and uh, um, uh, Philip, Sam Tripoli, uh, flights later than the three-on-three basketball tournament starting. So nice try. I'm picking up Renazisi. I'm picking up Danish or O'Neal if one of them is in in time, although I think you got them in late at two. Nice try. Listen, just fucking play fair and square. Don't change the playing field. We're going to play bad basketball. If you want to fucking work out and, and play a lot before you play, fine. That's working the system. Getting Tebow and, and Tripoli flown in too late for it, that's bullshit. So I'm picking up Trip, uh, Renazisi. He's been on the show enough times. And I'm either picking up Danish or O'Neal, also been on the show enough times. And if not that, maybe Cannon. Maybe Cannon. You've left me no choice. Punch Drunk will survive. Punch Drunk will survive. Uh, as a podcast, it might not survive. This might be the last episode or two. The one at Skankfest, I'm just telling you guys right now, could very possibly be the last punch drunk we ever do. So, for sure come. It has been a long, nice road if it goes this way, but the people who are like, just do it without Sam. You don't know how I do work, man. Sam Tripoli started that podcast. Me, Jason Tebow, and Sam Tripoli together started that podcast. I don't just move on from people. No. So that's not the way it's going to work. We're going to figure it out. And that might mean fucking bringing it to a close. So we'll see. So for sure, come out to that one in Skankfest. Uh, Big J has been paying off his bet. <laughs> that is sad. Anyway, let's finish the episode off. What else are we doing? That's it, right? Oh, Montreal. I got This Is Not Happening Storyteller Shows. I got Ari Shapir Jew. Um, that's it. I'm also going to be on Bennington's panel on What's Better, LA or New York Comedy. I'm going to be in the live You Know What Dude podcast. I might or may not be on Big J's uh, crowd work show. You should get tickets to that either way. If I am on, it would be Friday night, just to tell you. Um, that is an item off. I got storytelling shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Get tickets now. They'll for sure sell out. Working on lineups. Um, I don't know. And then Europe. Oh, and the Cap City. I'm going back to Cap City. I will get you guys a great someone to open for me. Somebody great. Adrian Apolucci, maybe. But it'll be great. I'm excited to be back at Cap City in September. I think the 19th through the 22nd. Uh, buy tickets now. Um, my first time back since recording Double Negative, which you guys should all watch. I have a special on Netflix called Double Negative that I recorded at Cap City. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that's Cap City. I rebuilt it. You guys, you got to make it look good. You got to make it look good. I'll talk to you about it. Uh, Ari Shavir, Kevin Tank, episode 330. Shroom Noob. I think the, the new Shroob with Kevin Iso. <laughs> Over and out. Reverend Pigman once said, Across the South, we have a deep appreciation of history. We haven't always had a deep appreciation of each other's history. What is true in the South is true for America. Clem understood that justice grows out of recognition of ourselves in each other. That my liberty depends on you being free too. That that history can't be a sword to justify injustice. 
or a shield against progress. But must be a manual for how to avoid repeating the mistakes of the past. How to break the cycle, a roadway toward a better world. He knew that the path of grace involves an open mind, but more importantly, an open heart. That's what I felt this week, an open heart. That more than any particular policy or analysis is what's called upon right now, I think. What a friend of mine, the writer Marilyn Robinson, calls that reservoir of goodness beyond and of another kind that we are able to do each other in the ordinary cause of things. That reservoir of goodness. If we can find that grace, anything is possible. If we can tap that grace, everything can change. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a Clementa Pickney found that grace. Cynthia Hurd found that grace. Susie Jackson found that grace. Ethel Lance found that grace. The Payne Middleton doctor found that grace. Iwanza Sanders found that grace. Daniel L. Simmons Sr. found that grace. Saranda Coleman Singleton found that grace. Myra Thompson found that grace. Through the example of their lives, they've now passed it on to us. May we find ourselves worthy of that precious and extraordinary gift. As long as our lives endure, may grace now lead them home. May God continue to shed his grace on the United States of America. Yeah.